0: Log Talk Radio.
1: those out there that's been looking for the show and haven't been finding it. And yes, I could have played some old reruns and all that, but I figured if y'all can, you know, uh, desire a rerun, you can always go into the archives and look. So, but I still could have did something. Now, I apologize, I really do, because I know some of y'all really miss the show, and I miss y'all. Uh, but life has a, it's turns and twists, and sometimes we can't always get what we want. But I do miss doing these shows. Please know that. Well, tonight, we got a very exciting show. And I say that, y'all know when I say something's going to be exciting, it's going to be exciting. I just simply don't do it if it's not. So I never have to lie. All the shows are going to be stimulating. They're going to be mentally stimulating. They're going to be also encouraging. They're going to be inspiring. If they're not, why would I do such a show if it's not? So... Tonight, we're going to be dealing with Oprah Winfrey's documentary, a documentary that came on the own network called Dark Girls. Uh, My wife invited me to check the documentary out, and uh, I checked it out, and it inspired me so in a good and bad way that I decided to do this uh, response to it. Lots and lots of not just girls But men, boys, um, people of all ages, all ethnic backgrounds, all religions, all cultures Are experiencing something called low self-esteem Or they're being disrespected They're being ostracized They're just going through a lot of pain for being a dark person Many people, many people suffer serious scars and pain, living in dark skin. And I, along with the Most High, uh, through the Holy Spirit, plan on setting the record straight. When I say setting the record straight, I mean we plan on bringing some truth your way tonight that will help liberate your mind if you have been in bondage by what we call, what we tag, what we term white supremacy or white supremacist lies that come straight from, no, not white people, caught you, didn't they? Straight from Satan. Straight from Satan. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, as far as the source of these lies. But tonight... Just want to let everybody know what's going on. We're going to be talking about the documentary on the OWN Network, right now it's on, called Dark Girls. We're going to play some clips from the movie. We're going to comment, and I'm going to let my brothers and sisters, those of you out there that want to uh, come on the phone lines with your comments, you're more than welcome tonight. Um, those of you in the chat room that want to ask questions, you don't want to be all out in the public. You don't want nobody to know who you are. We understand that. Not a problem. Just simply type your question in the chat room. We'll get around to it sooner or sooner later and get that answered. But make no doubt about it, tonight is going to be one of those nights where you will want to comment one way or the other. So tonight that's what's happening, and I'm looking forward to it. Again, I want to apologize for the followers of Five Smooth Stones. There's lots of you out there that look for us Um uh, you follow religiously, I shouldn't say religiously, but you follow the, the five smooth stones and the shows we put out, and I kind of have dropped the ball by not putting out weekly shows that I promised. And like I say, I'll go into it a little later if, if I have time as to what's happening with uh, myself. And when I say we, sometimes I say we, sometimes I say I. Let me make it very clear who I'm talking about. There are lots of people that come on these show as guests, Lots of friends of five smooth stones that contribute to these five smooth messages that we call stones. So I can never just say I because I would be ignoring their contributions. So we don't want to say I. It's not just I. It's uh, lots of people. I'm not going to start naming names because I'll miss somebody. But this is what I call, what we call five. when, When I say our or us, I'm talking about those people. So we going to, speaking of those people, and going to give them a little bit more time, allow them to come on in. Uh, some people is already in the house. Think, think, thanks uh, to those of you that are already on the phone lines. Thanks to those of you that are already in the chat room. It's always good to be on time. I know I say it every show, but it means so much to me, for sure, to see you all in the chat room, on the phone lines, ahead of time. It does mean a lot to me. So Having said that, I want to give, like I said, uh, some of the uh, people that just kind of, uh, for whatever reason, they have a lot of things to do. A lot of y'all are busy with different obligations, and we've got a few people that's not in the house yet. So what I want to do is just play this, uh, uh, this young lady by the name of uh, Messer, uh, E.T.O. Betty Messer. Y'all know her. You should. You don't know who Betty Messer is. That's M E Z E R. Betty Messer is an Ethiopian uh, songstress, songstress And uh, she's really Really good, I, I really like her music And uh, I thought I would Play a little African music, do something a little different We always play uh, People from the states, but this is a, a, a Very serious uh, Songstress songsters, Whatever you want to call the songstress That's what I'm trying to say The name of the song is T-E-Z-E-R-A zero, And uh you can find this on YouTube and all over the net, really. And uh, Betty, uh, again, her name is Betty Messer, M-E-Z-M-U-R, and this is called "To Zara." She is a worship leader and very serious. I mean, her songs is for sure to the most high, and I wouldn't have her own otherwise if she wasn't. I mean, I like other songs that don't necessarily talk about the most high, but they're talking about wholesome things. But this woman has a lot of songs directed straight to the most high. And I love Ethiopians. I love their contribution in history. And where would we be without Ethiopia and this part in history? We're gonna talk about that too. So let's just allow a few more minutes for some of our friends to come. We're gonna jump right into this. I'm telling y'all, I got a whole lot of stuff lined up for you, and uh, you're gonna enjoy this. I promise you. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. background. Again, that's Betty. Check out her uh, YouTube and uh, and really all over the net. Um, That song is T-E-Z-E-R-A. Lots of praise going on there. Anyway, folks, listen, I just again want to thank everybody that was here early, and I want to just go ahead and jump right into this show. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people is in a lot of pain, They may be doing a little better now because I think um, this problem is taking a beating. The the ignorance behind this problem is taking a beating. A lot of people waking up to who they are and uh, they're embracing who they are and even a lot of different ethnic groups is uh, taking notice. And so um, I don't know where to start with this because it's such a big giant, but we will start. I think I want to start by simply saying this. We have to go way back to the beginning to understand uh, how a lot of these lies got started. First and foremost, this is going to be a little strong, and I'm, I'm going to tell you right This is the last. This is the last apology I'm going to issue on this show. But for those white of our white brothers and sisters that are listening, uh, that's going to listen in the future, and anybody that's offended by anything I say, please know that my heart is my true heart for doing this show is to unite people with the Father, with the Most High. And I think lies, white supremacy, these lies that black skin is inferior or there's something wrong with it other than it just being made from the Most High. These lies are really, the root of them is to, to discourage us from, discourage those people from having a relationship, those people that happen to be dark-skinned, from having a close harmonious relationship with the most high because if you're bitter and angry at the fact that you're dark and all of the ignorant people that see that dark skin don't know what it means uh, and don't understand that this was the the most high's original choice, we don't talk about that. And they oppress you or they have oppressed us, because I'm dark, you know, over our lifespan, when you are oppressed As much as we have been, it is very normal and natural to latch, uh, launch out at the Most High in hatred. Uh, That's right, in unforgiveness, and uh, why me, and the Father's picking on me. And oftentimes it's really hard to have a relationship, even with the Most High, if you feel like he's your enemy if you feel like he's after you, if you feel like he put this on you for some curse or something. But I'm going to show you with the help of the High tonight that that is the extreme opposite of truth, that meaning this whole lie that there is something wrong with dark skin. There is something secondary to dark skin. There's something sub about dark skin. Dark skin people all uh, should, has to um, there are philosophies that, that that is out there that dark skinned people was a second thought that uh you know yeah you, you know, like uh like the one comment I'm going to talk about a lot tonight and that is this whole philosophy uh say it's the black of the berry the sweet of the juice you know these little um, cl- cliches or whatever we say to try to make this uh, you know to 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 give black people some points where they won't be so sad. You know, the black of the bear, the sweet of the juice, when we get through, that's going to sound foolish too. Because when we get through, you're going to understand that dark skin was the creator's first choice. That's what he was looking at, among other things, when he said it is good in Genesis. How do I know? Because it said that. After the father made everything, he sit back and say, it is good. And he was not looking at white skin at the moment. How do you know, Seth? How do you know? I know. And when we get through this show, if you have an open mind and you listen and take notes, and do your research, you'll be able to say, yes, there has to be truth. And I'll just give you a, little, a sneak preview of what I mean right now. Dark skin. Dark, dark skin. The darkest that it comes. I'm talking about when you dig under the ground. Get past all that radiation. Get past all this stuff we've done to the dirt. That dirt that unchanged colors do from the uh, from us messing with the ozone lead and us scorching the dirt and the dirt turning a little lighter. I'm talking about the soil underneath. Like you go maybe I don't know two feet, three feet under and you see that dark soil. That's the soil I'm talking about. The farmers, scientists say that this is the richest soil. This is what they say, and been saying it for years. And anybody that plant will say, well, yeah, duh, of course, that's farming 101. This is a known fact that this soil is the highest grade, and I just can't imagine the Most High making his man out of anything else. And somebody say, well, that still don't mean that that's what he made man out of, brother Seth. You know, I see where you're going. I appreciate you. Okay, stay with me. Stay with me, cause I this is this is not nothing very complicated. It may be complicated sometimes how I deliver it, but this is easy truth. This is an easy show for me. We've been I've been researching this over twenty years, and I have lots of strong evidence that the Most High created his man from that dirt, from that hue, and that all the other people come from that hue, that type of that color. Okay. Now, for this show, I want us to stay away from some terms. I want us to stay away from some terms. Some things I don't want us to say the whole show if it's possible. I don't want us to say the word "black skin" and "white skin" if we can if we can, uh, at least not in a respectful manner, looking at white people as a people or looking at black people as a people, there is no such thing as a people based upon a skin color. The Most High do segregate people, or, or not segregate, I should say. He do see people in, in different lights, but it was based upon region, like the uh, Amorites, uh, might have had a certain curse put on them or certain blessings on them or a certain way that the Most High dealt with the Amorites that he didn't deal with the Israelites, That so he probably dealt with the Israelites, and he didn't deal that way with the Jebusites, or he dealt with the Jebusites, but he did that way with the Egyptians. All of this is regional, territorial. It has absolutely nothing to do, nowhere in the scripture does, the Most High deal with the people based upon skin color. With the exception, there is one small exception, that is when the Israelites had people within their camp that had skin issues where their skin was turning white. We call it today vitiligo. I know y'all. some of y'all are going, what? Because you haven't heard me. Uh, if you're familiar with five smooth stones, you know I talk about this all, all the time. I'm not going to really talk about it tonight that much. I just want to just say this, and that is in the book of Leviticus, That's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, the third book of the Bible, chapter 13, Leviticus 13. It talks about different things to do when people have something called leprosy. Now, what we call today leprosy have absolutely, positively nothing to do with Bible leprosy. Just believe me, follow me, write it down, make a note, and just stay with me. It'll make sense. Because if you start throwing up now and coughing and choking, you won't you won't learn. Again, the truth is often stranger than fiction. I'm gonna say it again. Leviticus 13 in the Bible is talking about something called leprosy. That leprosy that is talking about in that book have absolutely positively nothing to do with what we call leprosy today. Leprosy in biblical times was nothing more than white spots, or oh, a p- complete white person in biblical times white skin was frowned upon in biblical time white skin was associated with the curse in biblical time prophets cursed people white don't believe me don't ever believe me don't believe anybody look in your bible your own self and tell me where do you see anybody white when white skin appears comes up in the Bible, it's associated with the curse. Now I'm gonna say a lot of bold things and then we'll go into the uh a document and proof where this is located a little later. But let me do this, I'm not moving too fast. I told you I'm just ready to tackle this any which way I can. Alright? And we're gonna get back on our main frame of thought here in a second, but I just want to say this real quick. On this show's page with the uh you know you got a slideshow going on right now. On the slideshow, there's pictures of black women, and it says black, it says uh, dark girl. If you'll look, click on the show, and look at the description of the show, actually, you shouldn't have to even click, just move to the bottom, you'll see a link to a library. It says uh, visit our links, and then it has com. Okay? Then you'll see um, bear with me here, then you'll see uh, another link that link is going to take you directly to the library now, reason I mentioned the library because a lot of y'all like books, you like to further your studies you're very serious about this uh this this hatred this disrespect uh of dark skin, and you want a lot of proof. Here is where you want to take a note of that link. Cut and paste it and go straight to my library and you'll see lots of scholars, lots of scholars talking about the same thing, okay? All right. And another thing is go to the website, the www.fivesmoodstones.webs.com, uh, and you can see even more information, all right? That's my personal website where you can go and, and, and listen to some more clips of Dr. Jewel Pukram is there talking about melanin, and the, the, that's who we really need to uh, to be on this show is Dr. Jewel Pukrum, P-O-O-K-R-U-M. Dr. Jewel J-E-W-E-L Pukrum, P-O-O-K-R-U-M, is a world authority on leprosy. I mean on melanin. Excuse me. Melanin is that thing that make us dark. It's the thing that make dark. It makes skin dark. Melanin can be found in animals. Melanin can be found in Plants Melanin can be found all throughout The planet The planet has Color The planet has melanin To not have melanin To not have enough melanin To to have little melanin Is a sign something is wrong In biblical times Those people was looked at As a curse Those people Dark-skinned people was cursed white in biblical times. Now, I know some of y'all listen to me and you want more information, so let me just do this right now. Stay on the page you're on, and when you get a chance, go to the archives. And I want y'all to go back. We've done over 13 shows, I know, on this very topic of Bible leprosy. And we went over many scriptures, many scriptures talking about the origin of vitiligo and albinoism and melanin. We go back as far as uh, April the 23rd, 2011, go back in the archives and listen to a show called Bible Leprosy. Bible Leprosy. There's one on the 23rd. Uh, again, this is in 2011. Old shows. We did one again on the uh uh, um May the seventh, we did another one. I can go on on we did another one on the fourteenth. We did another one on the twenty first. We did another we have talked. We did another on the twenty eighth. We did another one on June the fourth of twenty eleven. All we've done over, like I said, thirteen shows talking about skin pigmentation in the Bible. And how that dark skin in, in Leviticus 13 was seen as a sign of being healed. You wanted that white spot to get dark. That was the sign of getting healed. You wanted that dark, that white spot to get dark. That was a sign of being healed. We go over this, folks. I can't go over 13 weeks of research. On a show for two hours. I can't do it. But I'm giving you all a library to go to where you can get authors outside of myself, scholars outside of myself, scientists outside of myself. I've given you my website where you can go and get pictures. We have a physical pictures of what albino, well, excuse me, Bible leprosy look like. All it is is albi- albinism. To lose pigmentation, let me just tell you like this, folks. To lose something God gave you. Let's just say I'm like some of y'all look, Listen to me and you're very suspect. You don't know what I'm not to believe, to believe brother Seth because some of y'all don't know me. You don't know me from jump and I might sound a little cuckoo right now. So this is why I give you so many sources, so many ways to find this truth out. But uh, uh I forgot my train of thought. Just bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. Bear with me. This is not an easy task. What I'm thinking of is what should I do? Should I go more into the leprosy piece and I have notes in here, but it's just so many notes, so many ways to prove this. Let's just talk about one interview I had with Dr. Chetty, C-H-E-T-T-Y of the University of Cincinnati. Is no longer there, but if you call the dermatology department and ask him about Mr. Chetty, they will know about him. They may even give you his email address. But Dr. Chetty used to head up the University of Cincinnati's dermatology department, and I oftentimes like to speak with professionals, doctors. Uh, dermatologists, people like that, where I can quote them, and uh, and and I and, and I, if I can, I like to record them and do do presentations and interviews and so forth. Some of them have been on the show even. So listen, folks, I'm, I met with this guy, and he is the number one. Well, I ain't gonna say number one, but he is a authority on leprosy, the the way most people think leprosy is. The way, if you type in leprosy right now at Google.com, what will come up, what the world thinks leprosy is, or I should say a lot of the world. Not everybody is is ignorant to this. And I talk with him about the Bible. And Dr. Chetty says, but no, 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 no. The leprosy, I'm trying to talk like him. Y'all bear with me. Let me be a little facetious. He says, the leprosy that I treat, And the leprosy of the Bible is two different leprosies. The leprosy of the Bible, you did not die. With the leprosy that I treat, you will die. So this business of fingers falling off, this business of uh, blood and pus, have absolutely, positively nothing to do with Bible leprosy. Now, I know some of y'all right now have already turned over to Leviticus 13. And, again, I don't want to make this a Bible study. I'm just trying to hit just a little of it. But I will say this much. The way it opens up in Leviticus 13 and 1, Moses, it's, it's a handbook for the priests to look at these Israelites. And when they have spots, risings, or scabs. I know automatically when I say scab, you say, oh, see, 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 see. No, when it talks about these these people that have either a bright spot, a rising, or a scab. It's asking the priest to look at the skin around the rising, skin around the scab. You know, you have a sore and the sore goes where there's a white spot. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I know everybody gets it on the planet. You have a sore, I mean... And it goes away and leaves this white spot while it's hidden and sometimes when it's gone. Well, the priest in the biblical times will look at that spot and see if it had a white hair in it or if it had a yellow hair in it. Yes, yellow. Yes, I said yellow, which today is gone. And if it had a white hair in it, then the priest was declared these people to be leprous. I'm talking about white spots on them with white hair in it. You probably say, well, I never saw that. That's probably because you don't have leprosy. But I'm saying in biblical time, people that had white spots, according to Leviticus 13, if they had white spots and white hair inside of the spot, they would not be locked up like the other people were for seven days, and you check them out. They was declared lepers. Uh, It's a leprosy. Now, bear with me. I'm going somewhere. We're trying to build a very tall structure here of proof that is going to break the powers of white supremacy in a lot of y'all's minds. Because once you understand Leviticus 13 and how in biblical times white skin was frowned upon, and I mean, yes, people, these are black people with white skin. There is no such thing as white people as a nation of black people as a nation that was just melanated people that had this recessive trait that will pop up genes. I think it's right now some like one out of every 10,000 people will come out with this gene, this recessive gene where they have no pigmentation. All right, in biblical times, that recessive trait was called leprosy, folks. It had nothing to do with sores and you you probably say, well, wait a minute, it says in the biblical thirteen, if someone have a rising, a scab, or a bright spot, it's looking for white skin that comes from the rising. It's looking for the white skin, the color of the skin out of the scab, not the scab itself, not the rising itself. So white skin in biblical times was considered leprosy. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Uh, we won't change the Bob said it again, I talked about this to death, and I got I go and pay I wanna play clips from the movie and I wanna do a lot of other things. And I don't want to re retract, but I will say this in the book of Genesis, Moses' hands turned White. Remember, the Bible says that God told him to place his hand. God was trying to, the Most High was trying to show Moses his power. He told Moses to put his hand in his bosom and put it out. When Moses pulled his hand out of his bosom, as the Father instructed him to do so, his hand was leprous. The Bible says it was leprous as snow. His hand was leprous. The Bible says his hand was leprous as snow. I want y'all to really think think about what I'm saying. If his hand was leprous, why would it say as snow if it was bones crippled all up, if leprosy was blood and pus, all the things that some of y'all are thinking if leprosy was uh just all of these weird things that you see when you do a, a when you google leprosy right now, if it was all those weird things, why wouldn't it say and Moses' hand became leprous? as and Moses' hand became leprous as why didn't it mention some of these weird things you see? You understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying to you, when his hand turned white, it said that Moses' hand became leprous. No, know, I'm talking about Exodus, Exodus four and six. Exodus four and six. So uh just write that down. There'd be a lot of scriptures. I gave you a chapter already, Leviticus 13, the whole entire chapter. In Exodus 4, 6, Moses was commanded to put his hand in his bosom, and his hand became leprous as snow. Again, those of you that are waiting here the the clips from the movie and me talk about other things, because if you've been listening to five smooth songs, you've got to be tired of me talking about leprosy. That's why I don't want to turn this into a Bible study about leprosy. But some people don't know this story. They ain't never heard of it. Right now they're going, "Wow, I never heard of it? But Moses' hand. Uh, In in Exodus 4 and 6, the Father tells him to put your hand in your bosom, pull it out, and the Bible says his hand became leprous as snow. Snow is known for two things, being white and being ice. His hand turned white. That's all it did. Why would he use the word leprosy, though? And his hand became leprous as snow. Leprosy is just white. We're talking about albinoism. Okay, you're not, you're not convinced? Check this out. Moses' sister, Miriam, had the same experience. She had spoke against Moses marrying an Ethiopian woman. That don't mean Moses was white. just mean he married an Ethiopian woman. And with an Africans today married outside of their tribe, that same contingent, same uh, hatred, Disapproval is prevalent. So Numbers, the book of Numbers 12 and 10, Moses' sister was smitten with leprosy because she spoke out against Moses marrying an Ethiopian woman. And guess what? The Bible says the exact same verbiage, and Miriam became lepers as snow. Numbers 12 and 10, and Miriam became lepers as snow. And Miriam became leprous as, whatever leprosy is, as snow. I can show you what people got leprosy in their forehead. Well, if they got leprosy in their forehead, how could it be knuckles balled all up, fingers, and all of this? Folks, you got to go back and listen to those old shows on leprosy. I can't spend any more time uh, on Leviticus 13 other than just what i said. So I'm trying to build uh, uh, something here. So you all got to bear with me. I'm trying to show you that in the Bible to be white was spoken against. I'm building, I'm building. Eventually I'm going to get to where you are going to nearly agree with white people for spreading the lie that dark skin is a curse because I want you to feel the pain that they feel when they read Leviticus 13, when they read Exodus, and they begin to see how the Father did indeed make his man from the dirt. And when they feel that disenfranchisement, when they begin to feel how the Father chose darkness, especially if you've been told told all your life that you're superior, you're better, you should be first, and you come along and find out that you come from dark-skinned people, Oh, yeah, there would be a jealousy. It's very natural. It's not right, but it's natural to hate anybody of dark hue if they are closer to the original and you're not. You merely, your skin, not your spirit, not your soul, is a recessive trait from the original. Yes, yes, oh, yes, you will hate them too. As a matter of fact, a lot of light-skinned black people is going to, Understand for real how white people feel because they will begin to see that even their light skin was not the original state of man. It was only when we begin to sin and get away from serving the Father that we begin to start losing our ability to produce melanin, losing our ability to produce children, losing our ability to produce this gene, that gene. Some of us grew too tall, some of us grew too short, some of us lost our memory, some of us, the human body began to break down. Losing pigmentation, folks, is a part of a curse. Now that Christ have come, now that Christ have come, I'm gonna say it again. Now that Christ have come, these things mean nothing. So, brother said that they mean nothing. Why are you talking about them? The reason why I'm talking about this is because if you don't know. Where this dark skin come from? You would be just like a lot of people in this documentary called Dark Girls that hated themselves or had parents that didn't know the truth and hated the dark girl, hated their own children, or didn't hate them but treated them indifferent. A lot of times it's not about hating dark skin. It's just about thinking it's a little bit less than light skin. And that hatred is enough to drive people into uh, self-hate, low self-esteem, and low self-esteem produce low self-esteem activities. That anger have to be acted out. So, again, let me just back up because I've said a lot here. Some of y'all just now coming on in the chat room. Some of y'all just now come on the phone lines. We're we, we constantly getting with people, and I like to kind of repeat myself. I won't repeat everything. Basically, what we're saying tonight is there is a movie called Dark Girls, a documentary on OWN Network, and you had all these black women. Uh, i tell you what, I won't do that. I'm going to let the very, uh, we got clips here. I'll let the, the Bill Duke, which is the producer, talk about it, and we're going to come back. So I just wanted to wet your tongue just a little bit. This is the kind of things we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to hit leprosy just a little bit more. We're going to talk about melanin. We're going to talk about the Bible and how the Bible is very unfriendly to light-skinned, white-skinned people. I'm going to say that again. The Bible. The Bible is very unfriendly. Very unfriendly to light skin. Old Testament I'm talking about. Light skin and white skin. Light white skin is actually before light skin. Watch this. Check this out. Dark skinned people produce albinos. And when albinos is produced, then albinos mix with the dark skin, the people with the full melanin, when they mix, then come light skin. So if you can understand what I just said, dark skin, dark soil is first. Had to have been. how could you produce light skin and all of the different shades of people unless you're very dark. Very dark skin was the most highest primary choice. Then there is this recessive trait that comes every so often. Back in biblical times, people was actually curse white, called albinoism. Then when albinoism comes, albino mixed with the dark skin produces light skin. So while y'all running around here... Thinking you are your skin, which you're not, it's foolishness, no such thing. I see the question in the house. I'm going to get to you in a little bit. Eric, code uh, 407680, I see you. I'm shocked that was, that's the only question, but I'm glad because I don't want to be uh, overwhelmed with questions right now. But six eight oh, give me a minute. Again, dark skin, according to science, have to be the dominant gene because it can produce everything. A very dark-skinned person and a white-skinned albino, I'm talking about albinoism now. Now, a lot of white people are not really considered albinos because their ancestry has mixed so much over the thousands of years. They, they no longer have blonde hair. They have blue eyes. I'm excuse me. They no longer have blue eyes and blonde hair. They have brown eyes. They have red hair. they got more pigmented in in their hair, in their eyes, in their skin. So you can't really call white people albino. Okay, but albino really technically is the only person that can say they're white. But when they mix with these dark skinned people, they can produce all of the hues that in humanity. So let me go to the phone lines and get this question. Then we're gonna let Bill Duke, the promoter, the producer of this program in audio form. He's not in the, not not here with me. But uh, in audio form, he's going to talk about the movie a little bit. And then we're just going to play a little bit of him. And then we'll talk a little bit more, uh, again, into the scriptures. And really, folks, we're going to get deep on this. And remember, this show is about love. I'm not promoting no hate. Y'all come on this phone line talking stupid stuff. I'm hanging up on you. I ain't trying to hate on my white people. I ain't trying to go down down, up with black power. This ain't no uh, nothing. This is just science and Bible science and bother and truth. And I and you need to feel no more proud of your skin than you need to be proud of. I mean, you, you just got to be proud of being a human. It's not about skin color. No white person should feel offended. No black person should feel like they're superior. It's impossible for you to be superior to a white skin or any other skin because we're all the same people. And you didn't make yourself. Erica, 407-680, please, let us know where you're calling from and your name, please. The name you want us to use, anyway.
0: Yes, I'm calling from Orlando. My name is Pac-Hair. Um, I'm new here, and I was talking okay. the dis- discussion, dis- uh, discussion, and yeah, I ran okay. across that discussion yesterday. Uh, well, well, Sunday night because it came. That show came on see me, but, uh, but I didn't get a chance to see it, so um, I was reading, like, reading about it because I had Twitter, and he was talking about it, about dark skin and stuff, but, yeah, okay. uh, but, yeah, before that show came on, um, like, you can, like, um, people on Twitter, they always, like, had problems against, like, they were always clowns. Bald headed chick and dark skin women, And I will have. Well, sometimes, well, you know, sometimes you don't want to laugh and be funny sometimes. But um, but yeah, I don't have a problem with dark skin people. But I'm not dark skin. I don't have a problem with dark skin people.
1: Procare, let me ask you. You said Procare, right? Yes. I care? Pr- yes. I care, Let me ask you a question. You saw the show. What did you get out of the show in terms of hope for people that are dark-skinned? What did you get that you can say, well, Bill Duke did a great job with this. I learned this. I learned that. What did you you get from Oprah's documentary that would be a solution for very dark-skinned people with regards to this hatred towards them or this disrespect? A lot of times it ain't hatred and jokes like you said. It's just that it's not as good as. Everybody don't want to. Everybody black is not saying demeaning, harmful things to dark skin. Sometimes they just simply don't choose them. So what do you? What did
0: you take away from the show
1: that would be a part of the solution?
0: Well, I didn't get a chance to see the show, but I was seeing a discussion about the show on Twitter. Um, well, that came to my conclusion. Um, like uh, black people, like whether they're light skin, dark skin, white light brown, whatever color they're in. But we're all black. (laughs) And like like other nationalities, they don't like well, sometimes they do. They don't really like to talk bad about like the same way black people do. Like black people don't support other black people and all that. Like
1: Well, well, welcome I don't want to get too I I don't want to get too far off, but actually what you're saying is relevant when you start talking about black-on-black crime because if you – they said – somebody said within the documentary that Africans, if they don't see other – if they don't see – if they only see Europeans – how do you say it? How do you say it? Europeans? I'm trying to see How this guy say Oh, here we go. He said – uh if, they, if all of the greatness come out of Europe, that's what he said, if all of the greatness come out of Europe, you could be a child living in Egypt. And if you constantly see through media all of the great things coming out of Europe, and, you know, be it Spain or Britain or just constantly white countries, everything beautiful, everything wonderful, everything peaceful, All if you constantly is locked into the Western version of what is education, what is spirituality, what is Culture. What is, I mean, if you are not somewhere being trained and taught about the kinds of things I mentioned earlier in the show, like in the scriptures, how the Bible is very unfriendly towards white skin. And I don't like the word unfriendly. It's just flat out denounces it as a sin. Not a sin, but a a result of sin. I'm going to say it again. Albinoism. To lose pigmentation under the old covenant was a result of a curse. Prophets curse dark skinned people, it had to have been dark skinned people. Curse them white. This is the Bible. This is the Bible. There are no yeah, white people's favorite Yeah, there is nowhere in that Bible of white skin spoken favorably. Nowhere. I challenge anybody listening, anywhere, anytime Please show me somewhere in the 66 books are mapped in the back of it, anywhere where white skin is spoken unfavorably. Now, what? How does somebody supposed to feel that happens to be white that just heard that? It's not a slap in your face because you, the person, is a spirit, and the most I have no beef with you, the spirit, the soul, but the white skin and the dark skin is just, it's just science. It's just our, our, our vehicle we carried around in. We shouldn't feel no more proud or shame or anything because we didn't make what we are. But I'm saying to everybody listening, in biblical times, those prophets was cursing people white. Now, I want to, Pakir, to, to you and to all the listeners, I want to. My goal is in doing this show is to present enough facts to everybody to where they can see and feel the anger of these powerful white people, so much so you can almost kind of agree with them for lying and and, and and saying all the hideous things they said about us because I want you to feel their pain. I want everybody to feel the pain of a lot of our white brothers, so-called white brothers and sisters, that when you do find out this kind of truth and you are wearing white skin or light skin, there is a jealousy towards dark-skinned people, and it is no wonder you say things that they say. I'm talking about some of these white people, so-called white people. I'm saying so-called because they're not a people based upon skin. But I have to, y'all wanna know what I'm talking about if I just say people. But these, I'd say, let's just say little melanated people, the people with little melanin, you'll understand, Parkir, but care how and why they hate or feel jealous towards people of color when you see the glory of melanin. That's all I'm trying to say. When you see the glory of melanin, what makes people dark? What makes animals dark? What makes plants dark? What gives them color? When you begin to see the glory of melanin and then you look in the mirror and you don't have it in your eyes, and your eyes is blue. You don't have it in your hair, and your hair is blonde or it's white, it's gray. And you and you know that that dark hair, that black hair gave color to all hair, and those black eyes, which is rare to see, but people do have black eyes, gave birth to brown and all the other eyes, and you begin to see the strong bones gave birth to all the weak bones and the smaller bone structure. You begin to see, in other words, that Africa, the so-called place we call Africa. That wasn't its original name. But you begin to see that this is where the original people were because all bone structures come from there. All heights come from there, short people, tall people, flat butt, big butt, little breasts, no breasts. All structures and forms of people come from that region. When you begin to see that and you see the glory of melanin, Dr. Jewel Pukum does a wonderful job on her videos and that's J-E-W-E-L-L-Pookum, P-O-O-K-R-U-M. When you see this doctor lay out melanin and what it means and the properties and the strength and the energies that's inside of the thing that causes us to be dark, oh, my goodness, you will understand why they lie so much on dark-skinned people because it would be natural to hate somebody and have so much more than you. And you will probably have bitterness against the creator and say, why do they have so much? you understand what I just said, Parker? Yes, I was Well, listen, my sister, it's good talking to you. Did you have any other closing comments before I move on? I want to uh, uh, do some other things real quick here. Anybody else with questions, I guess while I'm talking to her, I can answer some other questions. Anybody on the phone line, if you have any questions, this would be the time because we're about to play some clips from uh, dark Girls. So uh, if anybody else on the phone line, just press 1, and I'll get you a question real quick before we hear the clip. We're gonna, we just going to hear little clips. We're not going to play the whole movie, you know, because this is a vlog. This is all our show. But uh, we'll just play some little clips where you all can get an a understanding of what uh, Bill Duke is trying to pr- produce here, which I think he only told one side of the coin. So uh, this Okay we're going to go ahead and go to uh, uh, put you on hold. And if you have another question later on on this show, you can ask more than one question, okay? Okay. All right. Well, that was uh, Pekera from uh, Orlando. I hope I'm saying her name right. Very nice spirit, very nice lady. And uh, hopefully she'll come back on and share some more if she has anything to share. Again, folks, on this show you can ask more than one question. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and, and a plug in clip number one. This is... Um, This is uh, uh, the gentleman that actually produced this program called Dark Girls. And uh, this is Director Bill Duke being interviewed um, by this guy. I won't try to pronounce his name. But, uh, again, we're going to play a little bit of him, come back, play a little bit, come back. And uh, y'all write down your questions. Don't forget, write down those scriptures I gave you because I'm very serious. Again, that's Leviticus 13. It's just a handbook on leprosy in the Bible. Uh, Especially Leviticus 13 and 13, it talks about vitiligo. Uh, 2 Kings 5, I mentioned that earlier, but 2 Kings 5, chapter 5, especially the very last verse uh, where Gehazi is cursed with whiteness forever. And if if anybody was cursed with whiteness forever, how many people would they have today? And and the Bible says he left from the prophet's face uh, as white as snow. This man was cursed with this condition forever. So while we are sitting up, running, thinking white skin is superior, uh, it's more beautiful. Maybe it is to us, but that means we're just deceived. We're deceived. You can be deceived and think whatever you want to think, but the truth of the matter is, according to Old Testament, the truth, dark skin, was the bomb. When it says that Job daughters was extremely beautiful or extremely fair, that word fair means beautiful. That's another thing. i got to get that out of y'all's vocabulary. Uh, They're using the word fair to mean white. Look it up. Fair does not mean white. Fair means beautiful. So, And you ever heard of the term fair speeches? Fair weather? Okay, how are you going to have fair weather, fair speeches if it's white? See, that didn't make no sense did it. So the word fair just simply means beautiful. Look it up. I'll tell you what you can do while you listen to this clip is Google uh, something called Strong's Concordance. The very first result you get, click on it. Type in the word fair and get the Hebrew definition. of it. You will not see no definition in Hebrew saying that the word fair means white, not one. Please let me know if you do. Nowhere in there is going to say that the word fair means white. That's something promoted, created by the white supremacists. And everybody, the whole world, followed and said, oh, she's very fair. She's very fair. No. If she's very fair or exceedingly fair, the scriptures say sometimes, that just means beautiful. Anyway, here's the interview by Bill Duke. Y'all just have no idea what's coming. we got a whole lot more uh, of this coming right at you, okay? So let's see. Can I get part three here? Just one second. It's actually the floor of four clips. Here we go. Check this out.
2: Mr. Duke, thank you very much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell me about this movie, Dark Girls, a new movie you've been working on. Uh, Dark Girls is a, is a
3: documentary. It's uh, 74 minutes, I think, uh, altogether. And it deals with colorism within our own community or in our own communities globally. And uh, it deals with the preference uh, in our communities of light skin over darker skin and we examine the issue from an historical, global, psychological, uh, quantum physics, uh, psychiatric uh, and and healing point of view.
4: Rise Doctor.
3: I
5: can remember being in the bathtub asking my mom to put bleach in the water so that
0: my skin would be lighter and so that I, I could escape the feelings that I had about not being as beautiful, as acceptable, as lovable. If we're all just hanging around and, and a dark skinned girl will pass by, we'll be like, Oh well, she's pretty for a dark skinned girl or and I'm like, well, what is that supposed to mean? I used to wish that I can wake up one day lighter or wash my face and think that it will change. I thought it was dirt, and I tried to clean it off, but it wouldn't come off.
2: This is a very strong conversation that you're starting, very powerful conversation. Uh, some say it's a little bit long overdue. Why has it taken long, this long for, for for some of these things, very important, uh, pertinent uh, issues to be brought to, light, brought to light? I think for
3: many cultures, the most painful issues of the culture They're not easy to talk about, so we keep them in. And as a result, uh, things uh, don't change. Uh, Media has an opportunity to create dialogue. And in creating dialogue, sometimes it's healing. That's what our hope is. We're not psychiatrists or anything, but we are filmmakers, and we hope that the dialogue that starts um, allows people to speak about things they haven't spoken about uh, previously.
2: Media, the role of the media in, in this whole process, um, there's some who say that media has been part of the process of of of, of creating the stereotype of putting the lighter uh, individual on the airwaves more than the dark person. Do you see uh, the the media itself also needing to start changing the way it views uh, the black, the dark and light dynamic among uh, African American society? Well there are several layers to that. Yes, uh media does impact this issue in um
3: very powerful ways. Um, let me start with saying that um I think people that are in charge of media feel more comfortable uh with beauty standards that are related to themselves. And so the lighter you are and the more your hair is like the person in charge of media, there's a level of comfort there in terms of beauty standards uh that person of my complexion, and uh, with all due respect, your complexion, uh, does not people make people feel the same level of comfort. And then there is the level of uh, what I call the commission and uh, omission. Uh, commission is when I say, through an image I present, that you are either stupid or comical or buffoonery or bad or negative or whatever it is, by something I write or a film or a television show or a magazine or animation or whatever, and it says that I think this of you, and it's not positive. That's the sin of actually I'm committing to a statement or a belief system. The sin of omission is equally as, um, how can I say, uh, painful uh, and insidious in the sense that instead of committing to the statement, whenever there's something holistic, whenever there's a whole family, whenever there's a hero... Whenever there's something positive, you're not there. You see, it, yeah. it you don't exist yeah. in that realm of reality. So uh, I think media has a responsibility to begin to correct some of these issues. Uh, I don't know if it ever will. I think in a small way it tries from time to time. But fundamentally, I think that media really impacts our children, whether it's through games or TV, uh, cell phone apps, uh, whether it's through television, film, books, uh, animation, it makes no difference. Um, the way children see themselves at an early age impacts them forever.
2: Now, uh, the, the root of this Eurocentric view of beauty um, is, is very much rooted in some racial, it has racial overtones, if not undertones. How come uh, black people, and when do, did black people start being part of? Uh, the people that perpetuate the same racism against themselves. Well, in slavery... Is that even called racism when it's within the same group of people? Well, there are
3: a lot of people in our community that feel that black people can't be racist because we're black and we're not in power. I think that's a lot of garbage. Um, you can treat somebody uh, as, uh, in, a, in a disrespectful way uh, because it doesn't <coughs> mean that the pain is any less. And so um, the, 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 if you go back to slavery... Uh, there were the house Negroes and the field Negroes. The house Negroes were, were, were the people who, the women were raped by Masa, and they looked more like Masa, and therefore they were his children. There was an understanding in the household that they would come in the house, and they would serve the house and cook and the rest of it, and they would be in charge of the field Negroes sometimes, who were darker, et cetera. I think that that quantum physics level of energy, that, that historical dynamic, has been carried on through history throughout history to us today there is some understanding um and that lighter is brighter smarter prettier uh uh if you have, if you have the there there are clubs in Harlem called the snow and blow club if it's snow and blow club. snow and blow if your skin was almost as white as snow and your hair blew in the wind if you get in the club. If you're a black person. If you're a black person. Now you and I couldn't get in that club. Absolutely not. I don't have any <laughs> hair. But I don't think <laughs> your hair blows in the wind, right? No, no, no. So, so I don't think... I have a nappy hair. <laughs> that's not going to work. So we couldn't get in. There was a brown paper bag test. If you paper bagged me healthier face, if your face was darker than a paper bag, you're not getting in that club. So we inherit these values of and of beauty, these systems of Self-degradation through historical kinds of impacts, and this is not a domestic phenomenon. This is global. Skin bleach cream is a multi-billion-dollar business globally. So this is not this is not just this is in India, China, Korea, uh, parts of Japan. I mean, this is a global phenomenon.
1: Okay, didn't I tell you I was going to be hot, hot, hot? I told you. And I want to just say somebody in the the chat room asked me, uh, before I comment on Bill Duke's comments, uh, they asked me, uh, where does it say in the Bible? Uh, I don't know. You probably came in a little late, but I was going through the scriptures earlier. But what the Bible says, it doesn't come out and say white person is cursed because there was no, they didn't call people white persons told you this whole fanat- this whole concept of white and black baseball race is brand new. That's why we shouldn't even talk about it. Especially in conversations like this because we just this is something we just invented yesterday, okay? What is talked about in the scriptures a lot, and I sent you a couple of scriptures here. Second Kings five is good Uh, uh, If you listen to the show, after we go off, I mentioned uh, uh, Exodus, where Moses was commanded to put his hand in his bosom, his hand brings it out, and the Bible says his hand became leprous as snow. Back in biblical times, albinoism was considered leprosy. It was a type of leprosy. Leviticus 13 and 13 is uh, a type of leprosy where the white skin was spreading. The white skin was spreading. And the Bible says once it's spread all over the body, once this white skin spreads all over the body, and there's lots of black people, as well as white people, if they have a little bit of melanin, again, a lot of whites have melanin. Uh, They're not albinos. Uh, They do have melanin. And if you have melanin, anybody can have an albino. That's why whites can have albinos, but they have nowhere near the amount of albinos that black people do. But black people, uh, uh, with having the most or more, uh, more melanin can produce uh, albinoism. And what happens is these people begin to, their white skin begins to spread. Leviticus 13 and 13 talks about when when their white skin spread all over the body from head to toe, they are considered a clean leper. They're still a leper. Leprosy just mean white. If you look at the word leprosy in the Bible, and every time you see it, say white, the Bible will come alive. Try it. Don't listen to me. Just go do it. That's what it means, leprosy. White is the same. If you saw somebody with a white dress on and you said, oh, it's a very leprous dress. You would be right. So when the question was asked in the chat room, where is the passage found where well, white people is cursed? White people, the soul, the spirit, the person is not cursed per se. It's this white skin. Back in the day the prophets would curse people white. That's how Gehazi that's how Naaman got his leprosy in the first place. That's how people got leprosy in the first place. They was cursed. If you think I'm wrong, look at Second Kings five, Gehazi is cursed with whiteness and it says that you're gonna be like this in your seat forever. Let's turn to it. Some of y'all just don't believe I can hear the doubt in the phone line. I don't want to spend a day long talking about leprosy because, I, again, we've done a show on this. Let me just quickly tell you all, when you finish listen listening to this show, uh, just simply go to the archives. We've done over probably 20 shows dealing with this heavily in the Scriptures, without twists in Scriptures. We're talking about uh, white skin in ancient times. Okay, here we go. Real quick, if you go to the archives and go to the um, fourth month, up uh, year 2011, we deal with a show there. There's another show. There's another show. There's another show. We deal with mm, probably about eight shows in 2011. By about another mm, eight shows in 2012, maybe more. I'm always talking about this, so folks, please, please, if you if you haven't listened to Smooth before, just bear with me, and 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 don't forget, you can go to the archives. Another thing is. On the page that you're listening to right now, look on the description. That last link where I talk about the show on the description page, that last link is to my library. Click on that library, and you can get scholars even more educated than myself saying the same thing. Look up under the white supremacist or uh, black genetic um, tab on my library, and you'll see books talking about this, okay? Uh, Also, go to the website. On my website, I got pictures. You know, like when the Bible says that if you have white hair, white skin, and there be a white hair, on the website, there's actually pictures of a gentleman that has a beard and his hair on the beard is white. He ain't old either. His hair on the beard is white. I'm gonna try to find that link and put in the chat room for you. But anyway, let's do this. Uh oh. I knew that was gonna happen, got another question. All right, uh, and by the way, before I go to Erico, uh uh Parker, you still got your hand up. If you could, press one on your phone. Uh, Parker, if I'm pronouncing your name right, press one on your phone. You still got your hand up, and I want you to lay your hand down. That way, if you want to um, – okay, there we go. All right, Erico, what did I just say? Somebody else just – Somebody else just press one. I was not talking to you. I was talking to for care. She was the only one who had a hand up. There we go. All right. Eric Code six six one seven four eight. I'm coming to you next. Four two four two five. Four two two four two two five, I'm coming to you afterwards, okay? And then after we can take these callers. Somebody else wanna ask a question, not a problem, lift your hand quickly. We'll take some we'll take a few questions and we're gonna go back to some clips. And then we're going to get deep into the scriptures, talking about how in the Old Testament, the Bible does not favor white skin. It's a matter of fact, albinoism in the Bible. I'm not talking about white people as they are today, because white people as they are today, so-called white people, are so mixed, so melanated, they have not blonde hair um, and blue eyes necessarily, but they have red hair. They're more darker, more melanated in the hair, more melanated in the eyes, more melanated in the skin. They're not albinos, but I'm just saying to y'all, the original man, according to the scientists, were very dark-skinned people in the Bible, and when an albino mixed with this very dark-skinned people, they can produce all shades of people, all right? We're talking about the movie tonight, Dark Girls, and we're talking about how it is insane to think that the creator had anything in mind other than very dark-skinned people for his mankind. And when man sin and begin to do things wrong, this is when they begin to have this recessive trait. They begin to lose the ability to produce children, to produce hair, produce certain genes to keep them at a certain level so they grew too tall, too short. Dwarfism, all these things come out of sin. do not mean the person is bad or anything like that, it's just, just like we get sick, and we didn't do no wrong. It's because of the environment and what we eat. Because mankind sin, we have cancer. We have all these things. So, if you find yourself with some of these recessive traits, it don't mean nothing. I'm not talking about you, the person, you the spirit. I'm talking about the evolution of skin. Eric, where'd he go? These people have no patience tonight. They make me wonder uh, what they really, what they, what their real intentions are. They get offended, and they won't hold long enough to say something. Anybody else with a question, quickly, press 1, press 1, press 1, as I'm going to go to clip number 2, just to get y'all's feeling on how these young ladies are feeling and the pain they're going through. Uh, So those of you with questions, uh, going once, going twice, please press 1. If you have a comment or question, otherwise we're going to listen to clip 2 and get into some, I've got something for you. all I'm telling y'all, y'all haven't heard nothing yet with regards to proof about what we're saying. So anyway, here come clip two with uh, director Bill Duke and the comments from different ladies who suffering from this low
3: self-esteem uh, due to them being dark. Here we go.
2: Mr. Duke, thank you very much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell me about this movie, Dark Girls, a new movie you've been watching.
1: Yep, that's not it. Hold on a second. We're going to do uh, number th- Just one second. Picked the wrong one.
3: stand up and be who she is rather than someone who she's told she should be powerful
2: right this this was a process for yourself you did a lot of research you traveled a lot um what are some of the things that maybe you probably captured in the movie that our audience will see that surprised even yourself
3: oh that's a great question um i can tell you
2: a couple of things um
3: the degree of pain we weren't prepared for, the level of the pain, and at such a young age, um, you'll see a six-year-old child pointing to posters, and when they ask her which is the pretty doll, it's never hers, it's a white doll, when they ask her what the ugly doll is, it's her, it looks like her little dark finger. Shook
2: the smart child. And why is she the smart child?
4: Because she is
1: white. Okay. What they're doing right now, they have these different images uh, of a black, the black doll, a lighter doll, a lighter doll, and then all the way down to a white doll. And this kid is constantly picking white for bad and black for uh, uh, white for a good and black for so bad.
0: She's a good-looking child.
3: And why is she the good-looking child? She um, what surprised us is our own self-evolution as two dark-skinned black men. Um, <laughs> it, you know, when you do real research, it's a danger because uh, you don't know you're researching yourself also. You start off researching others, Absolutely. and then as you do research, you are involved in that process. And then self-analysis occurs. And not all all of the conclusions of that self-analysis are pretty. It made us really understand how do we come to our aesthetic um, conclusions in terms of what makes a woman beautiful? I mean, what do we prefer and how we prefer in our lives and why? That was one of the most significant evolutions for me or revelations for me, in terms of me as a human being, and
2: also for Chan, because it made us both say, hmm, we're also products of something. Absolutely. So there's a, there's a natural inclination to gravitate towards a certain hue, even for men. But Be- let me, let yes, me because ask because you... Then, we're, because we're taught... We're, 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 we're from a very early age. It's kind of embedded in you at a very... This from is your, like From your from, father and mother. From, right. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's It's not like you see... A certain hue and then you respond to it either positively or negatively. It's something that was, you know, kind of it's it's in you that comes with you from what you learn from, you know, uh, the process of of of, your, of when you're growing up. Um, Let's do this
1: uh, because it's a lot of preliminary stuff. And I don't want to, and I want to really get into the meat of things until a little later on. I'll play some other clips here a little later, but just want to comment on some other things and uh, take some of y'all more some some more questions if you have it but there's some weightier things I want to talk about because that's just a long interview, and it's just uh, something that I know is just kind of uh, especially if you've been reading or, or uh, something that we should all know. But I just want to just point out a couple things that are very interesting about this movie. Again, Bill Duke made the movie, directed it, and I have issues with the movie. It's one of the reasons I'm doing the show. One of the things I want to point out is very uh, that you uh, probably well, – you. Not, if you look at the movie, you won't see it at all, and that is this. We need to look at the, the elephants in the room. Well, I don't know if there would be elephants in the room, but something nobody has thought about when, you know, when we listen to the different ladies in a the, in the little bit, we're going to listen to other women talking about how they felt, the pain they felt, the abuse they felt, the low self-esteem, the hatred, self-hatred, the community hatred, and so forth. One thing everybody overlooked with regards to dark skin, is who's saying all this? Where did this stuff come from? Where did it come from? Who is saying that blacks is inferior? Who started this teachings in theological circles that uh uh black skin uh, was associated with a curse and because of Noah's son and all of this? Who's behind all of these lies? That translate into self hate. That translate into low self esteem. That translate into self abuse, community abuse. Who is behind all this? We got a question. But before I come to you, I just want to say, I just want to lay this out. Be thinking about that. Who is behind all this? Of course, we know who's behind it. In most cases, this have been our so called Caucasian brothers and sisters. And I say so called because I don't like words like Caucasian. I don't like calling these people a nation or a group based upon skin color. I I like saying European, but if I say European, I'm not just talking about whites because there's blacks in Europe too. The Father never, ever, ever in the scriptures acknowledged people based upon skin color, and you shouldn't either. There's Europeans. And then what is the Europe? That's a new place. There's only 70 nations, and since we've mixed so we don't really know who they are. What nations are what? We know who Israel is based upon the prophecies. But I'm just saying, other than Israel, these other nations, these 70 nations that the most high can only one that can differentiate who's who, we don't know. So you we really can't categorize anybody. We can say European, but that don't just mean white because there's blacks in Europe. We can say American, but that just don't mean white because there's America. We have everybody. So really, white skin there It isn't a people. Black skin is foolish to think that dumb are people because it's all kinds of dark skin people. So what constitute a nation? It isn't skin color. It can be. Let me tell you something that's going to mess up your philosophy if you do think that. Watch this, and I'm coming to you with your, hand, with your hand up. In every non-white nation, they have white people so-called white people. They have blonde hair, blue eyes. In my shows where I talk about leprosy, as I mentioned before, i got slideshows of people that you, listener, would not be able to tell that you're looking at an Indian. See, we know albinos when they live in Africa because they have that hair, like ours, you know, kinky. But now, if I show you an albino that lived in India, uh uh-oh, the hair is a lot like so-called white people. The nose is a lot like white. I should say white people's nose is like these Pakistanis. White people's lips are like these Pakistanis, are like these Indians, are like the Ethiopians because they have those same traits. I shouldn't say they have these traits like white people because Europe is a baby. Ethiopia is grandpa, grandma. So those that features the small lips and the narrow nose, the pointed nose. That's Ethiopian. That's not European. Little things like that, we got to quit saying. Oh, they got hair like white people. No, they don't. White people have hair like Ethiopians. Flying the wind kind of hair? Oh, that's Ethiopian. That's Indian. Those countries are far, far, far more older than Europe. And some of y'all still, like I said earlier, you're still using the word fair. Look it up right now. Google it. You will not find nowhere in the Hebrew that the word fair means uh, white. Fair means beautiful. Like I said, have you ever heard of fair weather, fair speech? Ain't no such thing as no white speech or white weather. When they say fair weather, they mean beautiful weather. When they say fair speech, they mean a beautiful speech. Okay, I'm going to open up the phone lines. You know who you are. Your phone number is 1111. You're incognito, so you're going to have to give me a name and where you're calling from or what name you want us to call you. Go ahead. You're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. I am. Yes, you are. The person just said I am. You're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, all right. So I have a question. Um, so I've been listening to you for a while. I like what
5: you have It's say. Uh, it's pretty good. But um, I've been wondering, you keep saying, well, you keep acting like, like black people are the chosen people, right? Or, or something like that. That's the vibe that I'm getting. And I've been wondering, is there a Is there a country that, like, like black people solely live in or mostly live in that that is somewhere that you'd like to live? Like, I like black people. You know, I have black buddies and stuff. But you keep acting like, like it'd be better if countries were led by black people or, like, black people had more power. And I can't think of, like, anywhere... Where black people like have a lot of power. Where it's where it's somewhere I'd like to be, you know. Not even racially, okay. Just okay.
1: okay, let me do this because I, I want I want you to finish your comment. But you asked me. I want to take a question at a time. First of all, what name you want to go by tonight?
4: What
1: name you want to what? What name you want to go by? What may I call you? Uh, you call me Thomas. Okay, Thomas. Thomas, listen, real quick. First and foremost, I don't believe it's black people as a nation. Don't right. Please don't say it. Please, please don't say it again. I don't believe that black people as... There's a nation called black people, or black people as a nation. I don't oh, believe no, that. No, no, I'm not, I'm not just, saying that. No, hear no, hear me saying. out, hear me out. Hear, hear, hear me out. out, hear me out, because I, right. I, I want you to finish what you're saying, but I want you to hear me out, too. This show... There are some shows that say exactly what you say. They say we black people we need to move, we'll move to Africa down with the white man. This is not that. You need to come up just a little bit higher. Let me tell you what I'm saying. I don't acknowledge uh-huh. black people as a people based upon color. I don't think you are white. What is white? Right. I'm not. I, I don't think Europe. I don't. I don't think Europe is the home of white people. It may be a lot no, of people not. there. Let me let me finish. But I can no, I show you though. some. Maybe, I, yeah. Okay, I can show you somebody that looks just like you, and they live in India. Right. Yeah. They, live in they live in Pakistan. They live in Pakistan. They live in India, and they they're gonna have Every they they they're gonna have all the looks that you have. A, a smaller nose in Africans. They're gonna have a smaller lips. They're gonna have the hair that they call blowing the wind. They're gonna have everything, and yep. they're not gonna understand nothing about Europe. So, what is a white man? Well, I'm not saying Europe. I, can, I mean, so on, you're gonna say on, Europe. On, hold on, you're hold getting on. more
5: like me, Germany and Russia and Australia and well, on, you know, all hold those
1: hold on, other me, places. Hold on a second. Let me get this out cause I'm, right. I'm going somewhere with this real quick, and I'm gonna try to talk quick. Oh
6: yeah, oh yeah. What
1: I'm saying to you, I'm not trying to build no home for black people. Don't mix this show up with other shows like that. There are all people that believe me. I ain't on that crap. What I'm presenting tonight mm-hmm. is there is a show called There is a documentary called Dog Girls, and oh, yeah, these I do girls I about, Yeah, hold on a second. I'm gonna put you on hold just out comment because I want to be able to get the, to get through my comment. And then Thomas, I'm gonna bring you back. But there is a show by Bill Duke called Dog Girls. Dog Girls is about these. Black women, and they're talking about their stories and how they went through all this pain and being brutalized and, and and just constantly because of lies that black people believe. And black people get their philosophy on this white supremacy that whites is better, whites is prettier, whites this, whites that. They get all that from from the media. And you know, you even said out your own mouth that you don't know nowhere black that you can stay because that's what you've been taught, and that's okay, you know. But I'm saying to you, we all been lied to because the world's population for whites. It's only 9% according to the United Nations, but others that say 10. So you've got a planet that's 90% non-white, so-called white. 90%. And Europe, as so-called white as it is, it's a baby. It is truly, truly a baby. I'm going to say something that sounds crazy. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Thomas. And I know I got you on hold, but I'm gonna bring you back in a second. I'm gonna say something gonna sound very crazy, but what I'm gonna say is closer to the truth than a lie. Okay, let me make this statement. You know what I mean. I know that it make no sense, but let me just say it. Black people invented everything. So-called black people invented everything. Well, that's a lie. We know that's a lie, right? But that lie is closer to the truth than what you and I think right now of black people. They did not create everything. But when you look at ancient Egyptian and ancient all of those African civilizations and what they contributed to humanity, their inventions would make everything Europe has ever produced, and you can tag team them with Japan and China. Those African civilizations that gave us, Medicine and math and science and, and and architect would make all of these civilizations today look like cavemen. I'm gonna take you off whole. I just wanted to get that out. Go ahead, Thomas. I know you have something to say from what I all just All right. Said.
5: Can you give me like Can you give me like two minutes to talk without interrupting me? I'll talk quick, but just like two minutes. Okay. Right. So history, you kind of have a warped view. Yeah, you know. I assume you're thinking of Egypt and Africa that's making all of these big breakthroughs and stuff. I understand that. That makes sense. Egypt was a very, you know, prosperous country for what it was. Eventually it tore itself apart, whatever. Now it's a shithole. Whatever crap hole, sorry, whatever. But as a whole, what you said isn't very true. Um we know that Africa's a very um fertile place and that last wow, prospers there, Um, just looking at the climate and everything, it's a very life-filled place, you know, with animals too, not just humans, Um, so we get that, you know, a lot of early life originated in Africa, but they definitely didn't create, they, but Africa as a whole, you can take one small country in Africa, but as a whole, Africa hasn't really, added much of anything um and that sounds bad but okay i I don't give you too many small thing okay they had some small things in the beginning when life was very primitive but after you know after a certain point it just kind of cut off and i mean i haven't seen anything i haven't even read anything in the past you know 200 years of after you're doing positive it's always it, to me it seems bad and that's not that sounds really bad. I you to do like some work there and stuff trying like get these uh, you know, impoverished places up up uh up a standard of living and stuff, but as a whole what you said doesn't make much sense. In reality Rome created democracy, Rome created
1: logic, Rome created authority. Okay. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Thomas. Now, one thing I want to give you, and those of y'all with your hand up, please don't give up on me. This brother is saying some very good things, some strong things, and I've got to let him talk. i got to, I got to just say a little bit more. Just bear with us, okay? But I'm coming to you, Eric Code, there is 708-903. I'm coming to you, another one, All right. private number, okay? So, Thomas, real quick, I want you to listen to me. One thing I want to give you is props. For most white males come on the show, they say something stupid, and they hang up. I appreciate and I respect that you are saying exactly how you feel and you're not hanging up and doing something stupid. Now, let me just say this to you, and I want you to really think about what I'm saying. The whole Bible is a book full of dark-skinned people. There goes your first first lesson in, in black history right there. There well, is you no know, white people. He me out, out, hear me out, hear me out, me out. Jesus wasn't in the Middle East, it wasn't. Hear me, out, hear, name me name hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, Thomas, I don't want to put you on hold. I'm going to take you back off hold. Okay, you back off hold. But let me do, let's do the two-minute thing. You let me talk for two minutes. If all you right, look at yes, the Bible, first. there is nowhere in the Bible where white skin people is spoken of favorably. When the, the Bible mentions white skin, it's often talking about a curse. Somebody said in the chat room many ago, leprosy is not a what did they say? They say leprosy is a disease, has nothing to do with genetics. Leprosy is not a disease. Leprosy is a plague. It's a big difference. A disease will kill you. Them lepers in the Bible did not die. Nowhere in the Bible does it say they're going to die. They said the, the lepers said to themselves, why sit we here, should we die? Let's go down to the enemy's court. If they catch us, they're going to kill us, but if they don't, we shall live. So if the leprosy was going to kill them, why did they say we shall live if they don't catch us? So when they say why
5: we, did we die talking fast. Let me get no, Yeah, a question, but yeah keep, keep going, yeah, my bad.
1: When they said why sit we here till we die, all they were saying is why sit we here and starve to death. They didn't mean our condition is gonna kill us. Leprosy in biblical times was just white skin. I know it sounded really crazy that because you had white skin or a white spot that was spreading vitiligo, you couldn't go and mingle among people. But that's the way it was in biblical times, my friend. It's not a, a parade to throw for black people. It's nothing for them to throw their hands up in the air and go start a black movement. This is strictly a conversation about science and Bible. I'm telling you, in the end, in the Bible, hold on, hold on. When it talks about I'm Pharaoh, sure. he, he could pass for Pharaoh's grandson. When it talks about Moses, it says that he could pass for Pharaoh's grandson. No, I don't even want to talk about black scholars because people think they're full of hogwash. But some of the finest men on the planet is a lot of these black scholars. I like to use white people when I'm talking about white people because they feel more comfortable. But no white scholar is going to tell you that ancient Egypt was white. They're going to say those people was very dark. Well, how did Moses pass for Pharaoh's grandson if Moses wasn't dark? Then Jethro's daughter said, when Jethro said, who helped y'all, they said, an Egyptian. There's two different accounts and probably more of Moses being dark-skinned. But I can go on and 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 talking about African nappy head in the Bible, braids and locks and feet like the Messiah, feet like burns, burns, bronze as though it's burning, you know, dark, dark, dark. These people were dark-skinned people. Now, hear me out. Only dark-skinned people can produce albinoism. And albinos, when they mix with these dark-skinned people, can produce all of the tones there is. So even though I heard what you said, Africa had not done anything lately, let me tell you what Africa's problem is. And it has absolutely nothing to do with you, Thomas. You sound like a nice guy. Africa's problem is white males coming from Europe uh, plundering their land, exploiting them, raping them, just like today our, our farmers get this thing called subsidies, where it allows them to boot out the African farmers whose prices was much cheaper than the states, but then with this subsidy, this farm subsidy, uh those African farmers can't compete with our farmers. Our farmers are able to uh, understand. is kinda of getting loony. Can I talk for a second? Just like
5: getting my two cents. Um so the subsidies that the United States farmers get aren't really that big of a deal. At this point, it's only to give them even a chance. Most uh, of the, the products or, the um you know, things that Africa can make properly, the United States buys as much of it as it can. The problem is that there's all these civil wars and these revolutions and these bloody beds that, that make it impossible to have a steady line of commerce. And another big
1: problem why 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 are, is a bloody band?
5: Why is a bloody band? Okay, well it's bloody because um there's never been an established government that the UN has supported or not the UN, but there's never been a government that the rest of the world has said, All right, that's a logical, justified, reasonable government. It's always been these kind of not even religion. It's not even a religion that they're like based upon. It's some sort of I don't I don't understand it, but from what I've seen, it's tribal. Like, you look at Liberia, uh, Jesus Christ, that is, is bad. Liberia, the United States pumped so much money in there trying to, you know, trying to get the economy going. And then out
1: of nowhere,
5: oh, hold on, hold on of guys hold on,
1: hold on just started Calm. shooting each other. Brother, if you do the research on that group, I call I think they call, uh, I forget the name, you will love those guys and start sending them money every month if you do the research on them. Those guys are a bunch of black youth. They got tired of their government in bed with the United States. The United States ain't going to be giving no money in Africa, nowhere, unless they got some serious uh, uh, returns. That's how they do business. All right, well, they ain't going to go curious, Hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. All right. Hold on a second. Read up on that group. That group, they went and they captured Chinese, Chinese, and different businessmen. They, they didn't even hurt anybody there for a while. They didn't hurt, they didn't harm nobody. They just would capture them and they was trying to scare them, like get out of our land, y'all are raping us, you know. Oh, they yeah. didn't do like them. I'm uh, gonna give you a uh, little God history idea. lesson.
5: This is a fact. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. no, this no, is no. The, truth. the guy in Liberia, his name is General Butt Naked. He's the guy. He was the highest revolutionary.
1: Okay, now General Butt Naked, we're done. Okay, I, I can't I can't do that, Thomas. Before I go to the next caller, Eric code 708, well, the next caller is the private caller. The next caller today is 708 903. They had to hand up first his private caller. Before I go, let me just say this, folks. Thomas, please don't hang up, and I will let you talk. I need you to press one on your phone with your hand to go down. Later on, I promise to bring you back on. I promise. I promise. You will talk again, okay? But right now, I want to move on. You know, I don't know about no General Butt Naked, but listen, what I'm trying to get y'all to see is this. Even if you wasn't back in the day, you don't know the true history because you wasn't there. Think things out. If dark skin produced white skin, civilization had to have started with dark skinned people. And this brother just said that civilization started in Europe. I feel like taking him off hold just to ask him about that. And I may just do that, Thomas, because I really like talking to you. But Thomas just said civilization started in Europe. That's the kind of stuff that creates the kind of hatred for dark skin. If all these Africans are sitting around like Thomas Slade, General Budnick and all them acting a the fool, having AIDS, and all the lies they tell about Africa, then, of course, you're going to hate dark-skinned people. And there's no wonder you got this movie called Dark Girls, okay? Civilization Thomas, when they was taking us and putting us in ships in Africa, or excuse me, let me back up further than that. When Europe was in the caves eating each other, you know you believe in that history because most most white brothers believe in the caveman era, and a lot of blacks do too. But when Europe was, Europeans was eating each other, Africa has civilization, uh, uh, dynasties, and and royalness, and study of aviation. I mean, I'm, read a book called Stolen Legacy. Y'all, please look at my show page. Go to that library right now, Thomas. Go to the front page. The show description, there's a link at the bottom. Click on it and listen with your people, white people, how you want them. Short, they're saying it. You want them tall, i got them in my library. You want them blonde, i got them in my library. They're saying the things I'm saying. Area code, well, this is the private line. Go ahead, you on the air. This is someone with the 11111, a private uh, number. Go ahead, you on the air. Yes, hi, thank you, uh, Mr. Solution.
7: Look, uh, I was listening to what the, the previous conversation. The bottom line, sir, is this. It really doesn't matter what any group has done in the past. What matters is what they're doing today. One can't live off the past unless it's producing uh, directly resources for them today. And so if you look at uh, – I listened to Dr. Claude Anderson from time to time. All the problems that uh, black Americans experience are the result of uh, poor economic conditions. Uh, This thing about black girls is the result of majoring in the minors. Uh, Number one, it's women who mostly promote that. Uh, Men really don't care for the most part. Men want an attractive woman regardless of what her uh, hue is. And what makes any woman more attractive is for her to be thinner. So with respect to that problem, it's the economic situation, the lack of economic empowerment that's causing the problem. And nothing else will correct it unless the economics are corrected, because guess what? We live in a capitalistic system, and that is defined by resources, assets.
1: What do you think? What I think is you're not coming up higher enough. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but, brother, how can you say you can't look at the past? If you don't understand the past, it is impossible to understand the current or the future. Let me just say one more thing. I know you want to jump in on that. Let me just say this. The reason I have this show, because I felt like that program was so one-sided, who are white? People to set the standards so low for dark skinned people that this self hate, self abuse would be created, and then the world would join the bandwagon, Chinese and Japanese, and start trying to do all this whitening Mm because they're the ones, the reason the whitening sales is 43 billion. It's Japan and and China, all these people in the Philippines where they like white, the whiter you are. But what I want people to know tonight is. Do they have any idea where white skin come from? Because if they did, there wouldn't be no show called Black Girls. There would be a show called White Girls, and we would have to tell our white brothers and sisters, I love you despite what the Bible says about your white skin. It may have been in the first time curse, but that don't make no difference. The Messiah has come. I receive you. We would have to be trying to console them, but we're so backwards. Somebody's trying to tell me right now that leprosy is a disease. Well, yeah, today, 2013 leprosy, but Bible leprosy? There is no way in the world you can tell me that Bible leprosy was a disease. They did not die. It was simply white skin. I've been talking about this forever and ever and ever with much proof. People need to just go and do the research. Listen to Dr. Jewel Pookum. Let me just say this real real quick, my brother. I know I'm long-winded. But there's a young lady by the name of Dr. Jewel, J-E-W-E-L-L Pookum. She talks about the wonders of melanin. When you find out what makes us dark and what makes plants gives it it color, it's melanin. It's called leucism in plants. L e u c i s m. I think I got that right. But that's uh, albinoism. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm moving too fast. Leucism is 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 what caused, uh I'm thinking of melanin. I'm getting mixed. I'm talking too fast. But what am I trying to say? I'm saying that Dr. Jewel Pookham talks about melanin, melanin. When you talk about her, she mentions something called leucism, leucism. Leucism is nothing more than albinoism in animals. Type it in right now, L-E-U-C-I-S-M, and Google it. You're going to see all kind of white animals, white birds, white everything on the planet, albinoism. This dark melanin, every once in a while, produce this recessive trait called albinism or leucism. Dark skin is the original state of man. It's nothing to do with black people trying to throw a party and go and, and black power and down with the white man they call it. I'm not on that foolishness. I'm just talking about the origin. Of, and it, I call it earlier, Thomas. You know, he, you heard the brother. He sounded very intelligent <laughs> to the end of when he Can yeah, you know, I just jump asking. in? Go right
7: ahead. Okay, I'm well familiar with everything you're saying. In fact, you can study uh, Gregor Mendel's uh, study on genetics. I agree with all of that. Don't have a problem with it. But what I'm saying is every other group, if you study every other group in America, they are more economically empowered than the group that identifies
1: themselves as black. And by the way, oh, I mean, hold on, people Hold on, hold on, hold on, on Carla. I, I, I really want you to finish. I'm going to let you finish it. Take your time. And the, the next caller with your hand up, just bear with us, please. But I've got to let this brother finish. But i got to interject here. Brother, everybody say what you're saying about this economics, but I'm not so impressed that that's our problem. Just because Weiss is more economically based, and they had, I've been hearing that forever. And I know about Claude Anderson, I know about a lot of the, the people that's talking about we need a. Listen, black folks don't need another dime. They don't need another quarter. If we use the, they say right now, if we just let the the money generate that we have right now, our gross national product, uh, the money that black folks have right now, if we just let it circulate in the black community, I think they said it's four times, we would be like the ninth richest nation on the planet. We do not have get more money problems. We need collective working together get rid of this self-hate, and these shows like this is attacking the very root, white supremacy. Once we don't have the white supremacy and the self-hate, hating our sisters and brothers because of dark skin and all this foolishness, we all have more trust in each other. That's going to translate into money, but I don't think we just are a bunch of slot machines that need money. We need morals. We need God. We need, we need, we need all types of spiritual assets. I don't hear enough of that. Fully with money. I'm unimpressed by it. This is what I wish right now. I kind of almost wish, not that we go in slavery. I'm not going to say that. But I kind of almost wish something happened to black people that would devastate them economically, that would make us run back to the church. We have a moral problem. If we had the same morals that we had back in the 1800s, with the same amount of money we got right now, please, we would rule this planet. So I, I don't buy the whole well, oh, Hold on, that's to because you don't them.
7: understand it. You just said something that was very crucial, if I can just get you to halt for a minute. And that is, the, <clears throat> you're right, the money doesn't circulate. It is a money problem. There are other problems, sure, but if the money problem was dealt with properly, all those other problems would uh, recede. And the thing of it is, the supremacy, whether it's white supremacy, Asian supremacy, Mexican supremacy, uh, the pre- people who just got here, supremacy, all of those people come here to get economically empowered. That's the whole purpose for immigration. When you leave That's your motherland as That's sad. That's nothing. That's nothing. Okay, but, I'm w- sad. Okay, and then I'll just hang up and let you talk. Uh, uh, I'll hang out in the queue because it, it, it is a fairly good conversation. But what I'm saying to you, this is the essence of the problem. Uh, Blacks have no businesses in America for the money to circulate. And the reason they have no businesses is because their communication is so piss poor, they can't establish healthy relationships because they refuse to listen. You notice the word listen and silent, they contain the same letters. And I don't think that's by accident. And uh, even a black who doesn't know what to do will not listen. And so that's the reason they find themselves in a situation of extreme deprivation. But anyway, brother. I'll let you go on and 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 no chat no, no, it no, no, no 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 no
1: no 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 no. We going before you go, and I see you, Erico seven zero eight. I see you. I think I know who that is. I see you. Trust me, I'm coming at you, brother. No, you're not gonna run it easy. Now, when you generalize and say blacks don't listen, let me tell you this. Listen to me. Blacks is ninety percent of the planet. So-called blacks, according to what so-called white people say is black, means if you're not white, all these artificial names, they're 90% of the planet. Africa, listen to me, brother. Africa has been hit hard by a serious tornado of white supremacist imperialism from Europe. The brother said it earlier, and I hope he comes back on. I'm going to hopefully try to get him back on later on, Thomas. And I really appreciate I love talking with young white males. They always trip out, and you know, that just tells you don't have no proof, because if you're acting a the fool, just tell me you don't know what else to say. But I'm saying this, brother, there is nothing wrong with our people in terms of communication. Let me tell you what's wrong with America. Let me tell you what's wrong. What's wrong is a lot of these companies, they got too much money in the first place. If all these companies would not become these multi corporation, they, they they got more money than nations. If they would downsize, I know they sound real crazy, but if they get the amount of the Bible says, wealth gotten quickly, hands will not be innocent. That's why these corporations are so wicked. Then we feel like we got to have more money because the whites got more money. Because they driving us, we got to drive. They're driving $75,000 car, we got to drive. And so we just constantly trying to get more, 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 more. Truth out of the matter is, we got all we need right now. Blacks don't need another dime. They have a moral problem. America has a moral problem. Okay? It's
7: a moral begin? problem.
0: It,
1: well, wait wait, a minute, hold on, before
7: you go, remember, my, my mantra and name is Mr. Solution. So if they have a moral problem, how do you suggest that be fixed or rectified?
1: If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked, democratic, capitalistic ways, then I will heal their land. i add the, the last part there. But I'm just saying the Father, the Bible is nothing to be played with. It has been proven over and over and over to house many solutions for many civilizations. Who are we to question this book? I do not think we've been more have a money problem than a man in the moon. We live in a very capitalist society. Everybody probably got too much. Everything is inflated. So, you know, if you got a house and you got a car, and you got a job, and you got money in the bank, you can go to the movies, blah, 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 blah. you're probably really okay. You don't need a yacht. Everybody don't need a Actually, helicopter. Let me just so we, a hold things on, things on things. hold on, hold on. We're looking at the people like the Trumps, which is ungodly. We're looking at Bill Gates, which has screwed everybody named Mama to get where he is. Hold on, let me get this out. We're looking at this high, superficial, artificial, wicked, regime that we call prosperity, and they're going around, and they're writing this, and they're doing movies, and we think because we don't have that, we're not a success. Let me tell you something, brother. What about the lady that raised kids, and nobody knows who she is, and she successful kids? They may not even be doctors, but they're hard workers.
2: This is what
1: I call living, good, hard living, good, clean living. I'm not on this business of black folk. It really and truly, we shouldn't even have to have no black bank because the white bank should do what's right and what you don't need. You only need a black bank because the white banks is acting a fool. You only need black publications because white people are ignoring us. America has a moral problem. Black people don't need to be getting together somewhere having all this and all that. The only reason they need to do that is because if they don't, they ain't going to survive because white people are tripping. So my message is to the humanity let's forget white. Let's forget black if we can just erase color, all of a sudden we've got is going to treat us right. Okay, I really don't care. Listen to me. Hold on.
7: Well, wait a minute. I, I hear I, you, but allow me to chime in also. What you're saying, in, in my humble opinion, is completely unrealistic. You're living in, in a fantasy. You're not real. And I'm just sharing this with you because white is not. Look, power is not going to go away. As long as human beings yeah. are on Earth, there's going to be an issue of power. So what people who want to progress need to understand, you need to get your share of that power. That's very, what's very power?
1: important. What's, what's power, uh, Mr. Solution?
7: Wait a minute, hold, hold on, hold on. You're very idealistic, but you're not practical.
1: I you're ask very idealistic. question, Mr.
7: Solution. I, I want to know, what's power? Okay, power is control of resources, land, no, no, land no, equipment, and things of no, that nature.
6: No, In other words, no. the
7: things you need to live a productive life. You just don't brother, own it. Brother, brother,
1: Brother, 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 brother. Wait, 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 wait hold am. on,
7: hold on a minute. Allow me to finish if you don't. Okay, I can just listen to you. If you want me to go on mute, I'll go on go mute. Ahead, go, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The gist of what you're saying, and I'm telling you, what you're saying equals what is right now, powerlessness and uh, impotence. And so to reverse that, you've got to look at what other people are doing. It, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just buy a good set. What other and so people, I wanted to quote to you the – what's that?
1: What other people are you talking about? Who is the
7: example? Every other group of people, if you look at the next people that you have to go and buy things from, that's a good idea. Look at the people that you put your money in the hands of and start counting those on a weekly, monthly, and annual basis. And then ask yourself, should this be different? I'm not bringing anything to you that's necessarily cataclysmic. This is basic. This is life 101. 101.
1: Brother, listen to me, i got to move on i got other callers that are going to be very upset with me, but let me Yeah, I too. have no problem with oh. that I'll hang out in the queue I really wish I really wish you probably would have co host this with me, because that's how much I want to talk to you And I, maybe even Thomas Because y'all two brothers really draw, pull a lot out of me But I don't want to be disrespectful to other callers But let me just say this real quick And I am want to let you comment with, with I want you to watch your clock I want a 60 second, and then we got to move on But let me just say this real quick Everybody listening to this to this blog, please note what I'm about to say is the is so much the essence of me, and that is this black people all white people do not have a money problem. We live in the richest country, supposedly the richest country in the world, if not one of them folks if we don't have a money problem, there is no group of people that's why I asked the brother. Who are you talking about? I'm not trying to be like white American. I'm not trying to be like white American. Those of you in the, in the chat room, I just got a uh, message at 90 seconds. You won't be able to listen uh, um, uh, on your uh, computer. So you need to call the phone line. Air code 7602830838. Again, you need to call 7602830838. you You're going to be disconnected, okay? We're going to try to take this show as long as we need to. It may go another hour. I don't know. 30 minutes, we're going to go as long, because I want to hear from Thomas again, and I want to listen to everybody else that got questions. Again, 283-0838. Call it now. Call it now. But listen, brother, all of these great minds that keep coming up with these economic things, economics is not our problem. I don't want to hear none of them. That's not our problem. Our problem is very, very, very simple. We need not to be violating the scriptures. We are religious people. We are a people of the book. We've always have been. We, we we was at our best when we was more obedient. We need unity. We need to just simply trust each other. Okay. I don't even think as much as I like to see black banks and black this and black that. And we better be doing that. You right. You right. But that's second best. First best is white people do what's right. Do are they gonna do it? No. Nope. Do I think they're going to do it? No. But I still have to say it because I don't know what whites, so-called whites are listening. They might say, you know what, I want to do what's right about black men. So I have to constantly keep saying if they do right, we don't have to have a black this or black that. We don't have to even own it. Somebody say, well, don't you want to own something black? Not necessarily. Oh, you crazy. You don't want to own your own. The only reason I want a black bank, owned by blacks if if white folks don't like or then we have to have it owned. But if everybody's gonna be given failed fair uh you know uh, banking policies and we all gonna be treated well and we all why do we need it? Do I want my children to own stuff? Yes, for sure. But but really we really don't have to go in business. We can be employees. See somebody gotta be an employee. Everybody wanna be like all business but somebody got to work for you. So I really don't even think Having your own, teaching our kids to have their own business, yes, you better. But the only reason you have to do that is because whites are not going to do right, people in power are not going to do right, so you better get your own business. But it, the way the father looked at it, the creator of all of us to at it, is he's requiring that white male and that white female to do right by humanity and everybody else in power. If they do that, we don't have to be talking about no black business, no black this, no black that, but because they don't, we have to, but that's second best. Black businesses is second best. All white businesses is second best. All Chinese businesses, that's second best. Yes, you're right, Mr. Solution. You are right. You better have your black-owned bank because these banks here is playing the race card, and they will. You better have your all-black officers somewhere because these officers are killing our you. We got to do that, but this is second best. Somebody got to keep preaching the the full picture, and that's your brother tonight. Please give me 60 seconds. Uh, well, what I would pray. do is
7: just to you and, and the people who are listening, the serenity prayer, because I, I think the problem of, of miscommunication, ego, and pride are, are what's really causing the problem. At any rate, it says here, God, uh, God, this is the serenity prayer, the original. God, give me the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other. When I'm doing what I need to do, I don't care about what anyone else is doing because I know what I need to do. And I think that's what any intelligent individual and group Or community uh, does And so that's the point Uh, What you're saying is idealistic And it may happen in heaven But it won't happen on earth So at any rate, I I bid you uh, good day
1: But I'll hang out in the queue and just listen to you guys I appreciate it And thank you for bringing the science, brother You always do, I remember your voice all right, folks. That was Mr. Solution. You got to give him points. He does make a lot of good points, you know. But I like to think that that's second best. But is it practical, like he said? Yeah, you got to do what he said. I don't know if he understood that. I. I I preach what he talk about all the time. When I hang on the phone and I'm with my kids, I tell them, you got to get your own, and we, gotta, we need black banks, we need black economic banks. But that's all second-best survival kind of stuff. The truth of the matter is what God's plan is, what the most high plan is, is for everybody on his planet to do right by their brothers and sisters. The Bible says that you're not even supposed to pursue your own wealth. Did you know that? The Scripture says you're supposed to pursue the wealth of others. If everybody's pursue other people being wealthy and not themselves, there, there will be no welfare. There will be no, because you're looking out for my best. Uh, the whole plan will be looking out to make me wealthy, and then the whole plan will be looking out to make you wealthy. Nobody's supposed to pursue their own wealth, but you know that. I bet you didn't know that. That's what the Bible says. So we got to know what we're quoting. So uh, anyway, air code 708903. I expect you to shoot me out, but that's some long-winded brothers ahead of you. Go ahead.
8: Who's calling, first of all? Uh, what's your name? Uh, this is Gabriella Banya, how would Banya, Australia, in English. I was born with the name Tracy. Ak means brother. Bon, me, son of Nathaniel. Okay, Robert, go on with your comment. Go on go on with your brother. comment. Okay, I well, got
1: you.
8: I, I was basically hmm. trying to answer the questions with the scriptures. So, basically, the first thing I was going to say, because, you know, I, the scriptures says. Amos 5 and 10, they hate him that rebuke in the game that speak up rightly. 1st, that's only 5 and 20. Prove all things, hold fast, and good. Galatians 4 and 16. Am I your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. In my first scripture, other than my tenets from my ministry, is Genesis 2 and 7 for uh, Thomas. And the most high power formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So well, that thing's right there. The original man, which all men supposed to come from, was created from dust. You wipe your finger on anything, and look at it. White man, black man, because ain't no such thing as white or black as pink and this brown shade. Twelve shades of brown. But uh, <clears throat> second thing I want to say, he said, "What land is the black land?" And black people need or uh, Negro. I don't know what he was trying to say. But I'm gonna start at, uh, Genesis forty nine to seven. It said, Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob, the seed of Jacob, is us, and scatter them in Israel. I'm gonna skip on up to Leviticus. Where people get to understand who they are. Leviticus twenty six and thirty three. I will scatter you among the heathen, and will draw a sword among you, and your land shall be desolate in your city's waste. So the people gonna be scattered amongst the whole world. So oh, such it says land the land is, the, land is uh, the whole earth our church, thus in scriptures. Speak up man, I'm gonna skip all down. Four Deuteronomy four and twenty-seven. And the Mosai shall scatter you among the nations. It shall be left few in number among the heathen, with the Moses shall lead thee. I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip a few chapters over to twenty eight and sixty-four. And the Mosai shall scatter you among all people from one end of the earth even unto the other. And there and there thou shalt show other powers with neither thy fathers have known even wood and stone. So basically the point being was the people that are so-called Negroes or whatever is everywhere in a certain specific place. This is proof. Christ in Luke 21 and 24. And they said be, and they said fall by the edge of the sword. And they should be led away captive into all nations. What that mean? Everywhere. And Jerusalem shall be downtrodden of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. So Christ spoke prophetically that Gentiles should be in Jerusalem until the end times. We at the end times now. So Gentiles are in Jerusalem. Brother, 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 let me ask you. I got a couple
1: more. Brother Gabriel. Brother Gabriel. Hold Hold on, hold on. You got to lay your foundation because people are saying... I know no. what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I don't think people understand how they tie in with dark-skinned girls. But I know.
8: Well, I was, so tie I in. I wasn't tying in with dark-skinned girls. I was tying in with the questions of the, of the, of the, uh, the people that came in. So that's what I was bringing for clarification. Like the brother was saying, uh, uh, money is all this, that, and the other. But the true people, the scriptures say in Deuteronomy 28 and 43. The strange is within thee, shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lay the deep, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the and thou shalt be the Hold on, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you're saying Go is ahead. very good. What you're saying is very good. So let me do an intro for you. Let me do an intro for you because what you're saying is too good for you to just drop the ball on that. What this brother is saying, y'all, let me put him on hold just for a quick second because he got some noise going on. Hold on, Brother Gabriel. I'm going to bring you back. Now, what this brother believed, he's one of the person that listen to the show a lot. He believed that African-Americans, along with I, I believe the same thing, that African-Americans are one of the lost tribes of Israel, or in other words, the true Jews. Because all these prophecies that he was just naming said what happened to Israel, the true Israelites, the true Jews. Whereas people in the, in the land of Israel today have not went through none of this. Deuteronomy 28, verse 60, talks about them being put in slave ships. They were not ever put in slave ships. And none of the other scriptures that the brother just mentioned. So this brother believed that African Americans are Israelites. And he's trying to show y'all who we are by saying, the Bible says we're going to go through this and we're going to go through that. we the people. That's the angle he's coming from. He believes that that book is full of dark-skinned people and that the scriptures talk about how they were going to live their life. So to the brother that was on earlier that was saying, oh, we got a money problem, we got an economic problem, this brother saying, no, we got a moral problem. We're not fulfilling the scriptures. We're not obeying the Most High. And we're supposed to go to these countries, and that's why we're suffering. That's why we're in this situation. And I agree with him. We have a moral problem. And if you don't believe in God rescuing us and all that stuff that's too spooky for you, just look at it on a regular, everyday level. If we just change our morals as a people, Japanese and a lot of these other countries have a slightly higher moral uh, in some ways than we do, and that's how they are able to outshine Americans in math and this and that and the other, because our people are somewhat holding, you know, just out. Anyway, let me bring the brother back. I just have to do that. That's where Brother Gabriel is coming from, the angle. Having said that, Brother Gabriel, go ahead and wrap that up for me.
8: Well, uh, another statement that the brother made was that uh, we hate each other or such and such. This is in the 54th verse of the same book of Deuteronomy 28. So that the man that is tender among you, not a homosexual, very delicate. That means he loved his brother originally. His eyes shall be evil toward his brother, and another curse part of her, and toward the right of his bosom, and toward the remnant of the children which he shall leave. In our community, what's happening? That scripture just broke down the family structure in the 2000, in the ni- from 1980s to, to now. Well, I'm gonna say to the 1960s when he, when, when uh, welfare became prevalent. So when they put that in, these scriptures got so strong that. This scripture fifty six the tender and delicate woman among you, which would not venture to set the sole of her feet upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eyes shall be evil toward her husband, of a bosom toward the, her son and toward her daughter. So long story short, oh, you check most women; they be in the clubs, they got grandmothers and other folks taking care <laughs> of their kids. They got the, the, the school system and other such doing their job. My point is this: When you love your children, and, we, and when you learn it, when you learn the truth, you supposed to do better. That's First Corinthians, no. Acts chapter seventeen, verse thirty states. I ain't. I want y'all to read and tell y'all everything. But the brother also said we are supposed to forget, right? That's contrary to the scriptures. Well, I'm rephrase It said in the scriptures, something's gonna happen to those that put us in this situation. I'm gonna precept Isaiah fourteen one and two. I'm gonna go to. Uh, Revelation 13. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will set yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And the people shall take them and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Most High for service and handmaid. And they shall take them captains who captains they were. And they shall rule over their oppressors. I'm not... Read through. It should come to pass in that day that the most I shall give them rest from the sorrow and from their fear and from their heart bundles.
1: Okay. With now, with
8: hold, hold on. 13. Hold on, brother. Let me, let uh, me uh, move. Let me, hold on. I'm sorry for going fast, but, you know, I was like going yeah, hold, hold on a second. Hold yeah. on
1: a second. I want you to listen to me. You got to be careful what you're doing right now because you're spinning your wheels. If you haven't laid the foundation of what you're saying, they don't understand what you're saying. What this, that's why I keep doing these intros for you. Brother Thomas is listening, and anybody else that have this philosophy that Europe was so great and Africa was blah, blah, blah. If what this brother that's talking right now is true, this should answer a lot of y'all questions. Because if we are indeed Israelites, if we are indeed a lost tribe of Israel, which is what this brother on the line right now is saying, he's reading all these scriptures saying what shall happen to Israel, and it's mirroring African Americans. He ain't even got started. I mean there's there's thousands of scriptures, I know for a fact, that talks about what ancient Israel will go to and Deuteronomy twenty eight verse forty six says, These things will be upon Israel forever. That's how we know we Israelites, because it says that these things are going to be upon us forever. So when you look at the prophecies, the curses that are supposed to be on Israel, if they disobey, and you also got to look at the blessings if they obey. We ain't just curse, curse, curse. If we obey as a people, we'll be blessed. Now, individually, every household is different. If you obey just your household... Even though the nation is cursed, you can enjoy the blessings of the Most High. Let me just say that. I don't want nobody I think we just curse, curse, curse. But this brother's reading lots of scriptures about what the Bible says that this people called the Jews or Israel will go through. And if y'all really listen to him, he does make a lot of sense. But some of y'all probably blowing him up and saying, oh, he's just reading a bunch of hogwash. But if you listen to these scriptures, we're living it
4: out. We're
1: literally living out everything he's saying. This is why we believe we are one of the lost tribes. And if that's the case, Thomas, then it's foolish for you to say that Africa has not done anything. That means Africa, you all, Africa is your mama. Africa is grandma, grandpa. Everything comes from there, including the Israelites. Israel, as great as it is, come from Africa. Everything started in Africa. Like Big Gregory said, I'm going to let you finish, Brother Gabriel. Big Gregory said something very funny, but it's true. The animals never left. Go ahead, Brother Gabriel.
8: Yeah, to precept that scripture, that I had in Isaiah chapter fourteen, 1, 2, and 3. Because some people believe we, the New Testament is only valid and the Old Testament is done away with, which is foolish. Because I think they would print half a book. He says, 13 and 9 of Revelation, the last book of the Bible. If any man, man have a fear, let him hear. 10, he that leaves into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience in the faith of the saints. The saints, 148 and 14 of Psalms, 15 is four, 15 and 5 of Psalms. Y'all can read it to yourself. And it was another point I would... Oh man, I'm trying to remember all the points. Well, listen, right. listen, listen. Let's do this. But this is what I got to say. I, I, hold on, if hold, on wants, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. If anybody disagree, I don't have no problem debating. I almost want to get my number out. I just give out my Facebook. Gabriel Ben Nathaniel. Nathaniel Yahoo. I can spell it. G A B R I E L B E N N A T N-A-T-H-A-N-Y-A-H-U. I would have changed it, but they won't let me. They did some garbage tomorrow. But that's my name well, listen, on Facebook. If you listen, want to find you, any information, the Bible says study the answer. That's what I do.
1: Me and this brother don't agree on a lot of things. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you call him or get a hold of him and think you're going to come away not knowing are proving that as foolish as what he's saying about so-called African-Americans being one of the lost tribes, you will lose. I'm telling you right now, I can speak for that. His brother knows a lot of scriptures, and he got something for you. So, Brother God, I'm going to put you on hold. i got some other things I want to talk one, about. Make one, more
8: point, one more point, please. I, I remember quick, what quick. he was saying. He was saying Africa was was once great and used to 200 years ago, but what happened was they were robbed of the heritage they resource, he says, it's about resources. I'm going to read one script, I'm going to read two scriptures in the Obadiah. Thou shalt exalt thyself as an eagle, and thou shalt set thy nest among the stars. This would I bring thee down, says the Most High. Verse 5, if thieves came to thee, if robbers by night, how art thy cut off? Would they not have stolen till they had enough? If the great gatherers came to thee, would they not leave some grapes? What they did was rape resources. That's why they're going into all these countries to take more resources. And all the best resources in the Congo and such, where they got the so-called Ebola virus, that's where all the resources at. Do your research. That's where it's at. All the real history of the world, like the brother was trying to tell you, start from that, that place. But the scripture say Jerusalem is the motherland. Four and twenty six places. I ain't trying to break the brother. Now let me ask you. Let me want, ask you this
6: real quick. After it was part of Jerusalem,
8: you know, the northern tip. You know, but they when they did this, uh, when they broke it apart, you know, that's what people get confused at. But I'm sorry, if, uh, brother Gabriel, you know, But over let, there, let me,
1: do this, let me do this. real quick since I had you on hold for so long. Let me do this, and I'm gonna say some other things. And then y'all listen, we're gonna try to take this show till till we're done. We got another forty five minutes. I don't know if y'all can hold out that long, but listen real quick, brother Gabriel, real quick. The brother said earlier, and I keep talking about it because, again, i will tried my best to reach out to all kind of people. And seems to me the people that the hardest people that don't listen to the show, and if they do listen to the show, they say something stupid and hang up, which tells me they have absolutely nothing to say, and that is white males. So that's why I've been mentioning his brother Thomas so much because I actually think a lot of times people really do want to know the truth. And when they hear what I have to say and what you have to say, it just sounds so crazy to them. That's been raised. You're superior. You're first. You're from Europe. Europe. Everything started with Europe. And when I come along and say something like, "What? Y'all was eating each other in the caves of Europe when there was civilization, universities, all every civilization flourishing, uh, just flourishing, while Europe was in the Dark Ages. That's why they call it Dark Ages. It wasn't Dark Ages for Africa. I don't know what to use the word, dark ages. an Insult. That phrase, you should never say dark ages. But just because it's dark for you don't mean it's dark for everybody else. So we should call it the light ages because Africa was in the light. So what I'm saying is when this brother come on the line and say he don't know of nothing good come out of Africa, number one, I want to know what you have to say about that real quick, and then I want to do some things. We're going to uh, take a short sh- 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 little uh, maybe two minute break, and we're gonna come back and we got I got some stuff. I'm telling y'all yo you do not want to hang up Because I got some bombs to drop, and I know this phone line gonna light up when I do it, so we're gonna talk about tanning the stats on tanning versus the tats, the stats on whitening. we're gonna talk about uh a whole lot of things. I'm not gonna open, spill it now, brother Gabriel, go ahead quickly and just share uh we well, we also got a little white lady coming up i should only say white because of the texture of this conversation. You know, I don't believe in the term white, but we have Dr. Jablasky that's going to audio say some things. So real quick, address that brother that says nothing really has come out of Africa of significance. Now, don't forget Bill Clinton just got to giving a war to this one black man that created the fastest computer on the planet. But that's an insult compared to the thousands upon thousands of inventions and Contribution, Brother Gabriel, really quick, since I had you on hold for so long, go ahead and address that, brother, on that real quick, and then i got to do some other things.
8: Well, two things happen. First of all, the two people, when, they, when, when they're when given an the opportunity, they'll sell. Those that was given an opportunity, they'll sell, like that, brother, that makes the supercomputer, and that, them genius, young children that got opportunities. So you say blacks are not intelligent because of testing, Probably so when, when the tests are geared to certain people and the resources for learning are lesser in our neighborhoods. But that's, God, but, hold,
1: on, hold on, brother God, but I don't want to forget this. I mean, I'm mean, i sorry to cut you off, but if I, if I don't say it now, I'll forget. And then I want you to finish. I want you to finish. But remember, America, Thomas, and everybody else listening has serious policies to go in when somebody in Africa, when they, there is a genius here or a genius there, they court those students. But God, you got a lot of loud noise. But uh, they they court those great minds in Africa, and they wind up teaching at Harvard. So when you go to all the Harvards and the Yales and the MITs and you see these blacks, they're Africans. Why do you, why do you think so many educators and doctors, why do you think they got here? That's another thing uh, the U.S. do. They go and rape the land of anybody that would contribute. So if the policies ain't crippling the farmers and the, the people that say, I don't want to go to the U.S., if they're not crippled by the secret sanctions, secret sanctions, they don't do a whole lot of business with Africa. And knowing that, the brother said out of his own mouth, Thomas said out of his own mouth, is full of resources, so you know the U.S. got their hands over there in the bucket but you don't hear of a lot of business being done. That's because they they rogue. They, they, it's illegal stuff, a lot of raping and, and a lot of illegal things going on there. That's how that place is so destitute. And when they do have the brains, like I was saying, the smart minds, they court them and say, we'll take care of you, we'll do this. They offer them all types of special visas, and they get them up out of Africa. So Africa is being raped economically, educationally, spiritually, and every other kind of way there is. That's why you're saying they're making that statement, Thomas, that ain't nothing going to come out of Africa, when indeed your African professor at your high school and college come out of Africa. Go ahead, Brother Gabriel. Brother Gabriel?
8: Uh, well, I don't have too much to say on that right now. I said a little bit. If anything else, I'll come back. I want to just, well, if they got a response, let me, you know, I'll make a response, then. but right now, I ain't about to keep beating the dead horse. Okay.
1: All right, man. All right. Well, everybody, Brother Gabriel, and, like, uh, go ahead and press number one on your phone. Brother Gabriel, if you want to come back again, that's not a problem. You know, on this show, you can speak more than once. Having said that, I think Brother Thomas may have another comment. I think it's like... His hand went off. If if he does want to comment, okay. Uh, Again, I'm going to bring you on, brother, but no crazy stuff. Here we go. Uh, Brother Thomas, go ahead with your question or comment.
4: All right.
5: So um, I've been listening for a while, and y'all keep saying that um, America is hurting Africa. Don't interrupt me. I know you you probably want to say something, but I'm pretty – I read a lot of, you know, stuff that's going on. I know where America has its uh, has its hands in, and it doesn't have its hands in Africa. It's like every single African person or someone from African descent that I talk to keeps saying that, but it's simply not true. There are some countries that do have, um you know, their hands in Africa's pockets, but for the most part, nobody does. In reality, on a global scale, politically, economically, everything, um, that pretty much every other country is just sitting back and watching Africa. They've done some things in the past where they tried to have economic uh, relations with Africa. How Liberia formed. Um, you cut me off earlier. The general, but naked. It sounds stupid, but that was the um, the revolutionary leader. In Liberia, and he made all the soldiers not wear clothes, and he like was a cannibal, a bunch of other crazy shit. And that's when that's when America was there with an established government, and there was a good standard of living. They got overthrown, and America said, "Oh well." Uh, Africa, brother Thomas, brother Thomas, now brother the crap. Brother boat. Thomas, that's like a fact. I want to I want
1: to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. I want to put you on on the stage and ask you some straight up questions, and I ask that you be very honest. All right. Can I ask you some questions?
8: Do
6: you know
1: brother Renato do you know Brother Renato Rashidi? No. of course no? Who is he? Do you know Brother jane do do you know Professor James Small? No,
5: I'm sure he did some sort of petty thing. No 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 no
1: no 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 that's that's fun. If you don't know him just say yes no so we can go through this real fast. Do you know Doctor Edward D do you know Doctor Scoby? No, but well, what they do, you don't
4: have to me. Do you know, know Dr. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. I don't want to introduce him now to you. I want you to say yes, I know him, no, I don't. Do you know Dr. Charles Finch? Uh, Charles Finch? I mean, these names sound familiar, but I can't just say, oh,
4: yeah. He does okay, all right, so, so that means you're head. not familiar.
1: Me. That, mean, that means just a little fear. Listen, you don't have to be. Some of these you're going to know, some of these you won't know. I just want everybody to hear, these are great African minds. These are African people right. that are contributing contributing heavily heavy in our institutions like MIT, Harvard, Yale. Do you know Dr. M. Yeah, Jeffrey? Okay. Hold, okay, on, hold, on, to... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want you to just, if you will, I'll let you talk. I'll let you get out of whatever you got to say. I'm not going to rush you. All right. But I want to ask so you this... just some questions. I... Wait, I thought you said you are going to let me talk. If you're not, it's fine. But I I'm just... going to let you and talk. Like I'm going to let cause you cause talk. Don't be quiet. I let you talk for a minute. Now I'm asking you. I let you talk for a minute, and I'm going to ask you some questions, and I'm going to get a mic right back to you. But I want to go through these names. I want to hear yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. All right, here. That's what I want to do. Then I'll give you back the mic. Go ahead and
5: say that. Well, if you don't know any of the.
1: Hold on, hold on. If you don't know any of people that are working, going back and forth to Africa, doing things, doing the things, who. White and black parents pay high dollars for them to preach at MIT okay. and teach at MIT. If you don't know these, who are you listening to?
5: Okay, I don't I don't memorize random college professors' names. That's okay. dumb. Yeah, okay, these people are from Africa and they teach. That doesn't mean they're doing anything noteworthy besides teaching. Like, uh, they're, <laughs> what are they teaching about?
4: Sorry.
1: Are they teaching
4: about... Brother, like, brother, brother, listen, brother. These people,
1: these people, these people are not just teachers. Dr. Leonard Jeff has been on the news. He's been, he's mm-hmm. the gentleman that was in the uh, New York, uh, University of New York. He's the gentleman that was, uh, that decided he wanted York, to start shit. Yeah,
4: yeah, New York, New York something New York.
1: like... No, 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 hold uh, on. New York, on, New New, me, NYU. Yeah, in New York.
5: Yeah, New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's NYU. a lot of them.
1: There's book. There's Booker T. Coleman, there's William Mackey, there's John Henry Clark is called the father of black history. This guy is walking, they pay this guy lots of money to speak, whites included. So what am I trying to say? I'm saying that you're listening, all right. You're listening, all right. And you're reading, all right. I get I you keep thinking I'm
5: I'm like out to attack or I'm out to like get you but I'm not. I'm just sitting back and looking at the facts. Yeah, you know, there's some people that are successful that are from Africa. I know that. I'm not saying everyone from africa is successful. I'm not saying that at all. And they're very articulate and clever and reasonable people that are from Africa. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying these people you keep talking about, yeah, they're humanitarian. They go out and they try to make things better for other people. They didn't invent anything. Not at all. They learned a lot of stuff. H- sure. Hold
1: on, hold on, they hold on. I mean, on. they're not. How you, hold they're on gone. a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. How are you going to say if right. they invented or not if you, if you don't know who they are?
5: Because every single person says just been a college professor. Every single person said, Oh, which a college professor. You know? How do you know? How do you all know? How do you know? I say that about every single person that you talked in detail
1: about. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's just, we're doing good. But let's really, because I want you to, I really want you to, I want you to talk more. I'm not rushing you, so you can slow down. What I'm saying to you is this. There is an arrogance that I see oftentimes in white males where they act like black people don't know. When they read the same book, it don't mean, they don't know what they're talking about. Brother, listen to me. White-skinned people are babies as far as history. They might seem like bigger than Superman in the United States, but when you go down and you start studying those hieroglyphics and you start looking at thousands and thousands of years of this planet, white people have not scratched the surface. You sound uneducated when you say no, that Africans, listen to me, please. I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you, I'm if you want to chew me out, good. if you want to tune me out, Give me, give me. let be real reasonable. Give me two minutes. It's one, two o one now. Give me the two o three, and I'll let you okay. have a mic. If you're all very right. unreasonable, you know, if I had Doctor Mendel, that's a white man, Doctor Leakey, if he was still alive, he was on the phone. If I was had all these white anthropologists, they would laugh at you. You make no mm-hmm. sense when you say Africa hasn't done nothing. Africa is not going to do nothing because this this Army, Air Force, this imperialistic country is going to make sure they're always crawling. But you can't say because the military goes in there and they do their uh, 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 overt actions and then they do their COVID. They do what? They provide aid vaccines and Red Crosses? Is that bad? Brother, 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 I'm going to tell you this. Here's what I want you to listen to. Whatever you're listening to, give it a break. Listen to Democracy Now. Them white people. Listen, hold on. Listen to Noam Chomsky. Hold on,
4: Noam Noam Chomsky
1: Chomsky
5: is a complete idiot. He's a complete idiot. Noam Chomsky is a Uh, uh, uh-huh, I know
1: M I T professor M I T professor, professor, but he's an idiot. See anybody that's gonna be against what you're saying, they're idiot. Yeah, I've no, no, you know, no
5: he is an idiot. No, not even what I'm saying. I'm saying literally he is an idiot. He just hated America. That's all he did. He never provided any sort of, ooh, this is what we should do. All he said was, oh, America sucks. We need to be doing this. We need to be doing that. Okay, do you know, think
4: Let me let me know some people. Let
5: said, me. All Trump said was everything sucks. That's all he did. He just sat there and complained is pathetic. Brother,
1: brother, Noam Chomsky Everyone at has, Noam Chomsky is the force behind a lot of these young college kids trying to uh, topple all of this uh, globalness. He's against globalism uh, where it's greed and, and I he love what he says. Listen, listen, he's against global,
4: against global. He's, he's against, against global li- listen, listen, listen. He
5: I'm says it's
1: not he said he's an idiot. he says it's not real globalism. Let me give you a classic example. He talks about import. He says, when you say import, it makes it sound like all the nations are involved. It's equally everybody's importing and exporting. He says it's not true. The vast majority of exporters and importers is pretty much the United States. They dominate. They monopolize everything. Yes, China is saying stuff up. I'm not stupid. But I'm saying it's not global. Globalism is not global. It's, in, it's in America imperialism, the United Nations. They're just a whore for the United States government. You know, the World Bank, a whore for the United States government, the World Health Organization. These are institutions to help America be the imperialists they are. So what I'm trying to say to you is you've got to really quit. you got to go in and out of all kinds of circles. Go... Listen to whites. Listen no, to whites poor. Talk.
5: I've Listen. gone around. I, I believed in Noam Chomsky. I thought that what he said was right for, you know, like a couple of years, and I was a little immature kid. And I grew out of it, and I realized that he was just sitting there complaining. And he keeps saying, oh, the United States, all they do is import and export. What, what that,
1: doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. They okay, here's another white man. From here's, other here's another white man. Here's another white man, Andrew Hacker. Do you like him? Okay. I don't know. Do you let okay, he's he, he's an old white man about a hundred years old. that wrote a book called Two Nations, Divided and Unequal. And this man is calling the shots the way they are these days. Two different men. Okay, not a problem. Do you yeah. like Michael Moore? That's somebody I know. You know he's always in the news. No, Michael Moore's an idiot too. He
5: just sits there and complains.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. So I see what's happening. You're a you're a right wing conservative. You probably no, let me ask you something. You're not a right wing conservative. Are you, I'm a libertarian. Are you co- Okay, all right, libertarian, all right. Let me say this to you, brother. If you think that this dark skinned melanin means nothing, you are Listen, no, I'm
5: not the attributing race to country. I'm i I'm not saying black people in Africa. I'm saying Africa, the country, not the people there as a whole. I'm not saying black people this, black people that I'm saying Africa hasn't provided any significant things besides just basic shit. It's like listen okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on government hold and on, social on. things, but then technologically everything ended. They completely fell off the map and they just started killing each other and squandering their resources. And now they're you know, they're really hurt. You're gonna have to hold on you hold
1: now I'm gonna let you talk but I wanna say hold on only three times people. Now you say Africa has provided other basic shit. shit. Let me tell you what America's problem. Is. America's problem, Thomas, is they lack basic shit, okay? America needs basic shit. America needs to sit down at the table and just enjoy and laugh like an Africa, be laughing. <laughs> and then, good to see you, my brother. Basic shit. That's exactly what you need. That's exactly what probably everybody you know needs. People around here trying to get money, trying to build this golden cash. And going nowhere, exploiting people, exploiting nations, joining the army, national military, watching these movies, getting killed, somebody getting killed. Five seconds. No, we don't need that. We need the basic shit. The good out and go fishing. Okay, spend time with your mama. Get to know what she like, what she don't like. Grandma, what she like and don't like. That's what America needs. Like you said, basic shit. We don't need an invention, a new iPod, a new some, some help us to do stuff faster, faster, faster. Why are we rushing? We're going in the wrong direction. I'm against high technology if you go going in the wrong direction. If you're going in the wrong direction, you use high technology. You're going to get there faster. You're going to get to your demise faster. You're going to fall faster. You're going to be crushed faster. So I'm going to tell you something, my friend. The United States has a whole lot of white people in it they use a lot of this basic shit that you say African divided. That's all they got. They've already gave you man. They've already gave you science. They already gave you philosophy. Okay? What we need to do and what Americans need to do is get the hell up out of the land of Africa, the country the countries of Africa. Let those people be quit all these silent sanctions. Let black people put they want to put money in Africa, quit abusing and call it terrorism terrorizing. Uh, terrorists, just because they want to help these African countries. If they allow black people to do, help black people the way they want, quit the lies, quit lying about history. Because as long as we do not own that pen, that ink pen, so to speak, uh, we don't have that mic, the ABC, the CBS, the NBC, the CNN, unless we get the mic, our people, there is no hope for african people. Because people, they think like what you're doing, Thomas. They constantly is. How, I mean, how, this is what I want to do. How can a company three times the size of America be not contribute to nothing but basic shit? Even though I love what you call the basic shit. It's actually that it's helping all of us by coming here and doing and working and. They're bringing, even to african American a higher sense. They don't even like a lot of us because we're so ignorant, some of the African-Americans, with, with our decadent lifestyle, and they're coming in with morals. So I don't know what you mean because high technology to me and some of the greatest uh, inventions and the
0: greatest contributions are basic shit. That's the problem. Americans always looking for some high tech, big something to a
1: make millions and millions of dollars. Everybody wanna be balling. Everybody wanna be a, a Bill Gates. Everybody wanna be and it's the simple things that China is eating us up
0: alive with. It's the simple thing that Japanese is tearing
1: us up in the classroom with. It's the simple lies. It ain't all these cell phones and all these mechanical, technological, uh, 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 radioactive waves accounts of calls and Gadgets we got We don't need a new gadget
0: So brother you need to just Chill out on that white supremacy Because that's what it's called Thomas. It's called white supremacy It's when you think Your
1: people Are the nation from which You think your people come from Which white people ain't even the Original inhabitants of Europe Did you know that? Did you know that dark skinned people called Grimaldi Grimaldi were in Africa, uh, in Europe before even white people. Do you know what a white person really is? It's impossible for you to be superior. You are a black person with little pigmentation. The greatest of any white male is just a black person with little pigmentation. It's impossible for you to come from mama and turn around and be superior to mama. It's foolishness. You sound illiterate. You hurt yourself. Well, so you can belittle and say little crazy stuff all you want. In the end, people are listening to you. They'll continue to listen to you in this blog because it's recorded. They're hearing you out. You're telling how much education you got. And like I say, folks, if we don't have nothing else to go on, we need to understand that melanin produces, white skin, if you don't understand nothing else. So it is impossible that something can come from this dark hue of people and be superior to them. If Africa is crawling and poor and begging and whatever else you want to throw at it, it's because something is doing business under the table to make sure they don't. Look at Sierra Leone. If them people just simply got the gold out of the mines, they would be probably the richest country in the world.
2: Now all y'all running
1: around here with these diamond rings on with probably diamonds straight from there. That's what most diamonds are, everybody tell you that. But how often do you hear Sierra Leone in the in the uh they should be like a Japan? Their money should be like the Japanese yen. Why don't you hear about it? Because you, Thomas, and other white males and other black people, brain dead, is sitting up listening to these same old racist people, and you don't have the wherewithal to go and check and listen to people from Sierra Leone tell the story. Go listen to black folks. You don't know those people. Let me just go ahead and name these people because some of you black folks don't know them either. Do you know Dr. Ben uh, Yakaman? Do you know Dr. Ben? One of the greatest minds in the world. Don't say just a college professor. How crazy is that they're just a college professor? Knowledge is power. You don't have to be inventing some all the damn time. This is crazy. I'm not an inventor. What does that mean? You're not an inventor. But does that mean you don't know what you're talking about? I assume you're not. Professor Amos Wilson, great one of the great minds, Dr. Armour Johnson, Sister Arthur Lewis, Sir Arthur Lewis, excuse me. I don't know that particular person. That's so why I got the name wrong. Professor Claude Anderson. You heard the brother earlier talking about that. Dick Gregory, Dr. Dick Gregory. Uh, Professor Steve Coakley. You know, Steve Coakley got his issues, but that brother, is making a lot of good points. Dr. C.B., Dr. Jewel Pukum, who I mentioned earlier, talk about melon. There is no person proud on this planet with much resource and knowledge on the inside of melon, I think, than Dr. Jewel Pukum. So, Brother Thomas, what you should do right now is go to youtube.com and type in J E W E L L P O O K R U M and get you an education on Pukrum. It'll have you around here trying to grab a black girl or something because you be trying to get a hold of melanin so bad. Melanin has so much, so many properties, so much energy, so much. And it's not just in humans, it's in plants. What you going to do, hate the plants because they got melanin? It's in animals. What you going to do, hate the animals? If all the melanin in the world disappeared, we would all be a bunch of albinos. You look outside, and you just see white. I don't think y'all want that. So if, in other words, if everything went non, little melanin, as the so-called white people have, smaller melanin, if the animals... Had the same degree of melanin. If the plants had the same degree of melanin, we'd have a lot of dead plants, a lot of weak animals, and it's the truth. I'm not trying to say white people are weak. I'm just trying to say this is a recessive trait. We got light-skinned black people that's right in the same boat. They don't have a lot of melanin. It don't mean, I'm not preaching, maybe it sounds like I am, but I'm really not saying that these people are better or nothing. I'm just trying to say from this Genetic flowchart. We can we we know by the spirit, by just this genetic flowchart, that these people had to have been the cradle of civilization. We wasn't back in the day. We only got books to read and crooks to trust. So, but we know by the fact that Merlin. Let me just share something with y'all. This is gonna blow y'all away. I'm going to put this link in the chat room with all these black uh, professors and great minds, y'all, and it's in the chat room. Right now I'm going to place in the chat room, so if you want to know who I was going to get ready to say, see if you can know these. If you know these people, you're a bad person, because I'm telling you, this is some bright minds, okay, I just place in the chat room. If you will click on that link and tell me, do you know most of those people, uh, Thomas, and everybody else listening? But one time I was riding in, in, in this um, in the plane, and I was going first class. Not that that even matters, but I was riding in first class and talking to one of those businessmen. I always like to talk to him when I see him in first class. Only always i was riding first class because I was an employee. I don't think I'm one of those. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have it like that. But I just happen to be an employee for the airline. I was riding first class because we can do it for free. I was talking to this businessman, and I asked him a question. I say, "Wouldn't you like to see white people live forever?" We was talking about racism and all that, and I just hauled off and asked him, "Wouldn't you like to see white people live forever?" And uh, Thomas, I'm probably gonna come back to you. Just give me a minute. I know he's gonna let you and I cool off, and we'll come back to you. I said, "Wouldn't you like to live forever?" This brother said, "Well, wouldn't you like to see black people live forever?" He got offended, and I don't blame him because it was a it was a crazy question. I said, "Wouldn't you like to see white people live forever?" He said, "Well, wouldn't you like to see black people live forever?" I said, "Well, yeah, yeah, yeah." I said. Also, wouldn't you like to see this whole racism thing disappear? Wouldn't you? Brother Gabriel, Mr. Solution, wouldn't y'all just like to see everybody just love and forget color and we just all just do what the Father wants us to do? We're talking about the High, the Creator, God. Wouldn't, wouldn't y'all want to see that? Everybody under the sound of my voice is going to say yes. And I told him, the guy on the plane, what I'm going to tell you right now. You cannot have both. You cannot have white people and us living in love and harmony and treating each other based upon character. It's impossible. Because if we start looking at our white brothers and sisters based upon character, some of our women is going to want to marry them. If these white brothers looked at black women with their character, the black women and and the white males might want to hook up. And when you have people judging each other based upon character, not color, you have a lot of mixing. It is impossible for a white race of people to come out of a world mixing with love and getting away from the color. Now, ask yourself this hard question. And God knows I'm going to have so much love in my heart for all people that ain't funny. I do not believe in hatred. But I have sat down and I've asked the hard questions. If love and being colorblind and being a good Christian, or a good follower of the Father, I should say, not a Christian, because Christian is a whole, the enemy gave us that name. It's the followers, saints, it's other names. But just if you follow the Most High, kept his precepts, concepts, laws, and was colorblind. And that causes a people to be erased. What held them together in the first place? I'm going to say that again so some of y'all didn't get that. If loving humanity, treating humanity based upon character, not color, caused a nation of people, so-called, I don't necessarily say it, it's been a nation based upon color, but caused this group of people that happen to be white to disappear. If it erased Europe, if Europe started to, tomorrow, all the blacks in Europe start dating and looking at people based upon character and color, true love, true character, like Martin Luther King Jr. said, and Europe, whites erased, which there's too many of them to be there's not that many blacks, but I mean, I'm talking about the 90% of the planet that's non-white mixed with this 10% that's white because we're all in love with each other, not looking at color anymore. And they've these people to be
0: erased. What in the world? Keep them alive.
1: Somebody say, well, I believe God made God wanted us to be white nation, black nation. Not true. You only can have a white nation if you have an Oregon where everybody is white mixing among themselves. You only can have a white nation if you have, a, you know, some of the European countries where it's nearly all white mixing among themselves. But now, <laughs> if you start preaching that we are all units, We all start looking at each other's character. Some black folks might want to decide to move up to Oregon and jeopardize the existence of this nine or ten percent. This is why you have the Ku Klux Klan. And white Aryan resistance and all these other white supremacist organizations, they say we do not want to mix with the black man and the black woman because it will cause us as a people to be annihilated. That is what's behind this whole hatred for melanin. We talked about, we're talking about tonight dark girls to I know we haven't mentioned it much, but we're still in the same subject. The hatred of melanated people, the lies told about melanated people to the degree to where the melanated people themselves make jokes at each other for being so melanated. When they're walking around stepping on dirt, they're melanated. They're going and washing off dirt. They, they, it's inside them. They are through and through dirt. Somebody said, well, wait a minute. You can't say just because Adam was made from the dirt that that's the same dirt as black people. Well, I wasn't there. You're right. But well, watch this. This is what I can say. The Most High looked at Adam and said, after he sinned, he said to Adam, Dust thou art. Man, I wish I could have seen what color that dirt was. But watch this. This is what you and I can see. He says, Dust thou art, and thus shall thou return. We can dig up some dead folks and see what color they are. We sure can. And white people, when they die when they perish, God forbid, if they don't put them in the ground real quick, they begin to start turning dark. We all go back to Adam, whatever he was, when the Most High say, thus thou art, and thus shall thou return. I'm talking about Genesis. I'm talking about Genesis right now. And I believe this is chapter three. And he said, Dust thou art, thus shall thou return. So we see what color men turn to. Dust thou art, thus shall thou return. Adam returned back to the dirt. And he said everything was to repeat after this kind. So the way Adam died and he returned back to the dirt, we can watch mankind and dig them up after they've been dead. You don't come out if you dig up a white man or a black man or whoever. They're all the same color after you dig them up. I'm telling you, listen to Dr. Jewel Pukram on Melanated People, Melanin. Thomas, that is the best thing I can offer you, brother. I love you, brother, and I know you think I'm just shooting the breeze, but I promise you ain't a bone in my body to hate you, brother. But I thank you a lot, of, like a lot of other white men. I'm coming to your air code, seven seven I'm coming at you. Next. A lot of brothers like you are arrogant. I feel sorry for a lot of white, so-called white men because they're nice people. Some of them will do more than black men will do for you, or black women, some of them. They're good people. I mean, I'm not playing. I'm serious. They're good people. Some of them been raised by some of the most high moral people, but somewhere along the lines, as a white male, their parents take it upon themselves to teach them that they're superior, and they don't listen to a lot of blacks like myself. They don't listen to people like the brother just said to everybody's all mouth. I ain't think come out of Africa but a bunch of uh, basic shit. He don't see the value in that because he's an American. Everything has to be bling bling lights lights, and he can't even appreciate that. Hello, my brother. He see that as an illiterate person. When that's one of the highest things you can do to a person. Speak. Not ask them, what iPhone you have? Like some robot with wires in it. I despise this country for that. See, don't have the basic shit, as the brother was just saying. I despise this. That's one time I do hate this country. I hate it because it's so, I don't hate there's as a whole, but I mean, that's one thing I hate about it. And that is this, everybody trying to bling, bling, and nobody is doing the basic just like he said, basic shit. Nobody's on that. Nobody's going with sitting down with your kids and talking about basic things, basic Bible beliefs, basic just living. A man and a woman dating each other. We all screwed up. All this homosexual. We just totally decadent. While our military is going around breaking down countries like that continents, like after Aircoach. What's I'm coming at you. What is your name and where you calling from?
0: Uh, hi, it's calling from Reno. you call calling from where? Reno.
1: Reno. Oh, that's a new one. I don't think I got a call from Reno. What's your name? Ra. Ra, R-A? R-O-V. R-O-V. Okay, Rob, what's happening?
0: R O Z. Rob.
1: I got you, Rob.
0: Okay. What's happening? Oh, uh-huh. So Dark Girls the, the documentary it didn't <clears throat> it didn't affect me it didn't affect me that way and i really didn't watch the whole show because i really couldn't get into it because i don't think that represents how the majority of black girls black women i don't think that represents the majority of how we feel about being dark skinned
1: Well, I don't think it does. Either things are changing, but did you hear the stats on that? On the uh, And I just realized it's 227. My goodness, we got two minutes. But I think you're right. There's a lot of black pride, a lot of brothers. I see them every day. I'm, I'm, I I'm like the darker skin, but it's only because I know that the darker skin was the original. I don't hate on people that's light skin, but I just think it's overrated. And a lot of these girls, light skin, they hear this in the clouds. And don't even talk about white girls. They just think they're the gods of the planet. Lots of them, not all of them. You can't ever loop group all people together. But I know that at Adam and Eve, I know that Eve was a very dark-skinned people. Had to, a person had to have been in order to produce all the different hues. You have to have two dark-skinned people to do that. So all yeah. I'm saying is there, there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of pride right now. But I don't think Bill, uh, this was too far off. A lot of, I mean, it's a whole a lot of going on. So, But listen, since we got one minute. This is just going to drop and cut us off. Make a Finish your comments in, like, uh, 30 seconds, so this is literally going to cut off on us in, like, 30 seconds.
0: Okay. Well, I really did enjoy the show, um, and I really did enjoy listening to Thomas and the other brother that was online. Uh, I really appreciate you having me this show on tonight. That's it.
1: Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And, Roll, we'll call some other times. I may do a show tomorrow. I don't know. I don't make any promises no more because it's too hard to do these shows. So, all right? Okay. I appreciate it. And I love, wish you could have called early. I would love to talk to her sooner. But listen, everybody, listen, I ain't got nothing but love for y'all. Ain't I don't hate a one of you. And there ain't n-
6: Lucky Land Casino,
5: asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
6: Lucky? In line at the
5: deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.